Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. Wednesday night? Wednesday. Hump day. Wednesday night, yeah. hideout. Hefe and Dubs with you live. Yes. Four hours. For the next four hours, you can be yourself and be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Come on into the hideout. Be somebody. That's how you do it. Pick up the phone. Dial those numbers. Uh, so much to get to this evening. Mm-hmm. Jam-packed, fun show tonight for you. Um, we want you to participate also in here in the hideout with us. All of our buddies. Matt Albert is here. Third Mike. Writer. Lump. Uh, Tommy Bateman, our director on top of the Talk and Roll Controls. Chunks Corolla, executive producer. Screening the phone calls so you can feel comfortable. C-Lane, the unpaid producer, who's working on a huge guest. Yeah? Uh, it would be a big one. And also to Napier, uh, intern. On Team Hefe here as well, J-Dubs. All right, so on this um, Wednesday night, there's so much to get to, so much that I want to share. Uh, In particular, I was wondering, what makes you a man? And what specifically, like, if you were a man, what five things should you know? And something happened to me today, and I was like, I was kind of taken aback, and my manhood was questioned. I I do that every night on the show. I question it. No, pl- please. I am. Uh, I put it up to debate. There are just some certain things that's not up for debate. <laughs> but there are some certain things that I think, hey, I should be able to do this. And I was in shock when it's something that I couldn't do and my chick can. Oh, really? Has for you know ever essentially. So anyway, I want to talk about that with you first, though, Dubs. Let me ask you: Should every American adult, every American over the age of thirteen, be tested for HIV? Yes. Without a doubt. Why? So you know. I mean, they, the earlier you can you know, find out if you have this st- kind of stuff, you can prolong your life. And you can stop from spreading it to other people. Let me ask you, why would you care? What, if I had it? Yes. Oh, well, I would like to go get the treatment available. Mm-hmm. I would like to uh, know that I'm not giving it to uh, my chick or whoever I may be with. But you're with your chick only, right? Of course, but uh, who knows that? Could, is that is that gonna last forever? You know? Have you and your chick been tested? Um. Well, I've been. Uh, I've done the test before we got together, and after that, it was only her. So. Really. Mm-hmm. And positive. Yes. Okay. I got the big thumbs up. I passed. <laughs> uh, I say no. Ace that one. Right. Uh, yeah, you moved beyond HIV yeah. to full-blown AIDS. Um, I say no. Why not? Because I think we got to thin the herd a little bit. 
That, that's not going to stop it from thinning the herd. Those there, people are still going to die. There are too many people on this. And I'm not being a shock jock. I'm serious. I think HIV AIDS, along with Ebola, the uh, bird flu, these are all things that Mother Nature is coming up with because we have overpopulated Mother Earth. I'm going to go the other way from you and uh, be a shock jock and say we should put them all in camps. Stop. See, I want to have... Stock them full. I want to have an actual discussion. Give them badges. Yeah. And you guys want to... Oh, hold on. Why is it not working? Boys, come help A me. whole group of really thin people. Chuck Jock. Never mind, it's back. <laughs> and well placed. Mm-hmm. But you, under you understand what I'm saying? I mean, yes, I can see where you wouldn't want to give it to your loved one. Fine. You know, there's always that. I have AIDS, though. But, you know, I think in general, our problem is that we're too on top of it medically. And How that, is that a problem? I think we're I think we're far behind where we should be. And I have you been to gas stations and seen the price? Too many people equals too much demand equals higher prices. So you want to uh, that is how we you, want solve more, you want more people to die from AIDS, so gas is lower in America. Listen, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I want more. No, people that's exactly what you said. I'm not misconstruing anything. I want more people to die, not just from AIDS. But from a number of things. Like me, ass cancer. So should every person get tested for cancer after the age of 13? Um, well, that's Just not anything. randomly? You, can, you, you can't spread that to someone else. This is a uh, disease that can be spread to other people. Hmm. That's a different situation. So after the age of 13, everyone should be tested for HIV. Mm hmm I just don't buy it. It doesn't seem like it's enough, like a cost-benefit. When I do a nice CBA cost-benefit analysis, it doesn't seem like the uh, benefits. Have you ever gotten an AIDS test? Yes. Just for that? Just for AIDS? No, it was part of like a old, like a complete kind of workup, mm -hmm. you know? I'm like, yeah, go ahead and toss that in there. <laughs> I'll get the AIDS package. And yeah. the rust proofing. <laughs> yeah. I know it's an extra... You want that true cold. An extra four ninety nine, but I'll go ahead and throw that one in just to make sure... Are you a CD changer, too? <laughs> Just to make sure I'm all good there. But, yeah. I'm... My test is I step on a scale. If I'm dropping weight too quick, Lord knows I don't have that problem. <laughs> You're good to go. Yeah, please. I have whatever the opposite is. Whatever the one is that makes you put on weight, that's mine. Um, all right, speaking of this, Dubs, mm -hmm. now, Mikhail Gorbachev, the uh, former leader of the Soviet Union... What uh, happened? He has come out, and he basically he lays into us. Mm -hmm. He gives it to the United States, essentially saying... Did we get AIDS from it? Well, he says we have something worse than AIDS. Here's the What's worse than AIDS? Here's the report, according to Gorbachev. And now this doesn't want to work. <laughs> Though friendly as ever, the former Soviet leader had a warning for his Western friends about recent attacks on the state of democracy in Russia. We have made some mistakes. So what? Please don't put even more obstacles in our way. Do you really think you are smarter than we are? Yes. And to questions about whether Russia is off course in its quest for democracy, he accuses Americans of arrogance. Americans have a severe disease, worse than AIDS. It's called the winner's complex. You want an American... 
the worse than AIDS thing has become like the worse than Hitler thing, you know? <laughs> right. Where this person's worse than Hitler. If it's worse than AIDS, it's the worst. I like that's what it is, though. We have something that's worse than AIDS being a winner. <laughs> it's the winner's complex. And actually, that's not true, because you can have a winner's complex and not be a winner. Yeah. You can think you're the best and not be. All right, I want to dissect this, but I want to finish out the story real quick. All right. You want an American-style democracy here? That will not work. He dismantled the Cold War with one President Bush, and he's wry about his son. He's very determined. You can't say he doesn't have character. But blistering about Vice President Dick Cheney and Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld. They're just hawks protecting the interests of the military. Shallow people. All right, so there it is. Gorbachev says that we have something worse than AIDS, the winner's complex. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. That is uh, America, though. That's basically why a lot of people hate us, because before before they hated us, they hated Russia, because they thought the same thing. Right. Um, and eventually they'll hate China. Oddly enough, Gorbachev, you, uh, you suffered from that as well. So here's the thing, though. I think he is partly right about this winner's complex, because mm-hmm. it is dangerous. I got two words. Not when you're that damn good. Michael Jordan. Now, many people would say, okay, Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Definitely. And the problem is if you ask a lot of people who are around Jordan, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan didn't have a lot of friends, doesn't have a lot of friends, and two, a lot of his teammates didn't like him. Now, he was a winner, but he had this odd combination of drive and talent that made him... Unlikable? Unlikable to the point where he couldn't understand, like Larry Bird, mm-hmm. couldn't understand how other people couldn't be as good as him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can understand that, where it came so naturally to him. It wasn't like, you know, like... uh he worked to get there, and he paid his dues. It just came so naturally to him. He didn't understand why people around him didn't have that same amount of talent. He had the natural talent, and he had the work ethic and the drive. Yeah. And he didn't understand how, I don't know, Steve Kerr, Paxson, or even Scottie Pippen, who was a great player, how Scottie Pippen couldn't also be Michael Jordan. And you think about it here in the United States of America, we have, we have that same kind of combo. We have the natural talent, the resources... At a time, uh, I would say before this generation, a little bit before, uh, the work ethic, and we, you know, we built ourselves into this great country. We did. We built this city. And now On what? Rock and roll. Damn right. And now we can't seem to understand why other countries like Mexico, or I just don't get them, or Iraq, or Canada. I don't know any. Get it together. Any other country. Why the rest of them can't be like us. And I think it's a dangerous thought process to go through. I mean, would you say that's right? Like, in, in the same sense, another example, too, is Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, who owns my Dallas Mavericks and I, whom I love, is a winner, despite the fact that we lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about that. But at the same time, too, I've heard working for him is a nightmare. You know, it's one of those things where he just can't understand how you can't naturally stay up for... I don't know, you know, 20 and, hours out of the day or whatever. And you don't have the drive that he has to uh, create all these different things. And and succeed. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Would you, I, do you think that Gorbachev, is that a line? 
I do just because when he led that country, they had the same thing going on. And maybe he's right. Maybe uh, he saw it happen with them, and he's warning us of the same thing, but I doubt it. I think he's just a hater. I don't think Gorbachev would be thrown in there as one of those people who are haters. <laughs> a little late on this one. <laughs> it took a while for the hook to kick in. It's so good, though. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. He might still just be bitter because he was the guy in charge when it all fell apart, and he's still angry that you know he. But didn't the, he? Didn't Gorbachev want it? Like, wasn't he key in also dismantling? Like, he understood that this was probably better for his country in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people still look at him. Americans still look at him as the loser. Because he's the figurehead of that just mess that went down over there. And see, I think that's odd, because I think he was finally one of those guys who was willing to compromise and take a look and step back and be like, hey, wait a second. But that's why people hate him, because he didn't fight to uh, keep them at the top. And Reagan saying, Gorbachev, take down this wall. I mean, that's Reagan's big thing. Like he called him out. Yeah. All right, 407-916-1041, to Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Hour, one Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Be somebody. Pick up the phone. Dial those numbers. Did you know that this song made it for the worst lyrics of all time? What? Haters. Just like those Russians. They're haters over there. Listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. I'll put it up there with Imagine. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Oh, whoa. We built this city. Yeah, this is one of those. They say, someone always paying corporate corporation games. Who cares? They're always changing corporation names. We just want to dance here. Someone stole the stage. <laughs> they call us irresponsible. Write us, us off, off the page. page. I'd have to agree. One of the worst lyrics of all time. You're joking, right? I think it's right up there. It rhymes, though. It's not enough for it to be a good lyric. It is. It's great. You know, I, there, there's been a lot of songs where I get into the song. You know, I get into the beat and everything. And once I listen to the lyrics, it's totally gone for uh, me. Let me tell you one that drives me nuts. And thank God the song has already run its course. Mm-hmm. Um, Bat Girl. Oh, yeah. Holla Bat Girl is just annoying uh, when you... It was this time last year. Mm -hmm. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing that stupid-ass song. Bananas. This blank is bananas. B-A-N-A-S. I've always hated this song. N-A-S, yeah. I don't understand. Like, if we were to put together, like, a Mm mixtape of the worst lyrics of all time, this has to go on there. Oh, definitely. I, even if it wasn't that overplayed song, it would still be a terrible song. And yet Matt knows all the lyrics to it. Do you really? I don't know what the lyrics are to this, to this song. Of course you know the lyrics. I don't know uh, to the uh, to the hook. Yeah, of course, but not. I know the ish part. 
<laughs> right, exactly. One song I hate is uh, I Love, but I still hate it, uh, Fly by Sugar Ray. And uh, I don't know, just something about the scratching of it. All Not the, the lyrics, though? The lyrics sometimes, I can't remember what the hell they were, but I remember just being pissed every time I heard it. Here it is. I, I, these are these are songs that I'm just like, uh, enough. Because I'm really into lyrics. Like, the bands that I like, mm. their lyrics are what I think partly drives the band. Marilyn Manson, um, Maynard. You're talking over Mark McGrath. <laughs> I mean, I'm re- He's on Access Hollywood now. <laughs> System of a Down, Ice Cube. But this is hack. Well, we can always play Dub's favorite song ever. What one's that? Oh, oh God. This is great. This reminds me of the movie Orange County. Crazy town. All right, this actually made the list, too. Did it? Shocking. Butterfly. Sugar, baby. Hey, sugar mama, come and dance with me. The smartest thing you ever did was take a chance with me. So whatever tickles your fancy, girl, it's like you... It's like you... It's you like Sid and Nancy? <laughs> what? Sid Vicious and Nancy, the guy that... Yeah. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Are Bun- Bone Thugs and Harmony on there? Crossroads? Crossroads isn't bad. You can't understand what the My hell they're saying. I know the words a little bit, but you still have no idea what they're saying. You can hum along with it. Matt, it's not the crossroads, it's the, oh. T-H-A. I'm, I'm too, too white. What you gonna do? Now, these aren't bad. This no. is okay. No, this is a great song. All right, now that I look at this list, this is a lot of dubses. How, how is that? Skater Boy. Oh, I love Skater Boy. <laughs> he was a boy. I think they got rid of that. That's one of those that I've been trying to... I keep forgetting to download. He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> I don't think you can. Spells are right out there for you. Like Great this, lyrics. Like this is a Dubs mixtape, essentially. <laughs> this is what Dubs rides around in his Cavalier. Oh, I'm sorry, the new van that you've got. Another one on this list, which always pissed me off. And it, it's not, uh, it's the band, but not the song that I uh, really hate. Train Drops, Drops of Jupiter. Oh. I hate Meet Virginia more. Sweet Virginia? Meet Virginia. Is it? Yeah, I, like I hate anything by train. Here's the lyric to this one. Can you imagine no first dance, freeze-dried romance, five-hour phone conversation, the best soy latte you ever had in me? Uh, oh, there's something about deep-fried chicken. Yeah. Too. Can you imagine no love-fried, deep-fried chicken, your best friend always sticking up for you? It doesn't even make sense. Are these all that you perform? It's like an LFO song. They just throw in random stuff that uh, goes along with the rhythm. New Kids on the Block had a lot of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. But I think it's fly when the girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. This This is a C-Lane set. Yeah. Turn this off for a second. This will be at the C-Lane set when I get to uh, Howl at the Moon and start playing piano. Oh, God. Was this on the soundtrack somewhere? Um, it was on every soundtrack. And every girl loves this song. Like that Paula Cole song that was all over Dawson's Creek for a while. Yeah. Oh. You like this one, don't you? It has a good beat. I hate... There's no beat to this. <laughs> Wait. There's no beat here. Right now. There's no beat. There's not a beat. 
This would be great if I was trying to pick up a 45-year-old chick in a bar. Play Meet Virginia. That one's the worst. She only drinks coffee at midnight. All right, let's take it to that level, then. If you say train, yeah. they're awful lyricists. She doesn't know the dream. Uh, Meet Virginia. I like this song. Oh, M E A T Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia, I want you to meet something of mine. Virginia Ham. I hate the song. I hate yeah. the singer. I God. hate you for making us play it, Dubs. Oh, I need to hear when she drinks coffee. Where is that? Like three minutes into the song? No. I'm gonna pour hot coffee on my face. She never compromises. I think Train's one of those that would go in the worst lyric band Hall of Shame. Yeah. I saw them live a couple months ago. I hate you. Shut up. Come on, Dubs, can we stop No, I need to know when she drinks coffee. What? She only drinks coffee at one certain time. I need to know when. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. That last guy sounded pretty gay. That last guy sounded pretty gay. <laughs> Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame on me. That last guy sounded pretty gay. Stop it. We're almost there. No, it's not enough. I like penis. <laughs> I kiss Dude, a lot of my guy friends. I don't think there's anything about coffee in this there song. There is! Hold on! He made it up. He just wants you to listen to the song. <laughs> I don't think there's anything about coffee. I'll prove you wrong. Know that. Look up the lyrics. Zach was a bridge, I think. No! Uh, why do we have to wait till after the bridge? Get the bridge. Oh, I want to chew it. Oh, that was a waste. What was that? We didn't have to wait for that. Yes. She only drinks coffee at midnight? I need to know when. <laughs> I hate you. You just killed the show for one year. <laughs> at midnight. How dare you? Steve in the 863. Oh, Steve. Oh, man. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. What do you got? Ah, oh, man, dude. You are leaving out like one of the worst lyrics of all time. What is dude, it? You got some uh, Crash Test Dummies. Song. Yeah, that was essentially just um, a, a campfire. Yeah. For some reason, Wonks. I made it a point to memorize all the lyrics when I was a kid. Once there was this kid who... Got into an accident. All right, I, this isn't come to time. school, but it's a hideout, Roll Radio. I'm serious. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Hair, go to break. Black into bright white. <laughs> I'll do it over here. Real Radio is the monsters in the morning. The Shannon Burke Show. Play it out, Dr. Boy. Phillips Fire. Yes, Jim. I like the nuts. The hideout. This is Real Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. It is uh, the hideout, hour one, Real Radio 104.1. 
Dubs lined up some more interviews, Chunks did. Oh, yeah? The uh, One of the latest people to get cu- kicked off of Last Comic Standing will be joining us. Nice. Uh, also, two more people from uh, Treasure Hunters. Um, coming up tonight, Dubs, a lot of prizes that we're going to give out. we got some uh, stuff to do uh, to give you some prizes this evening, including... We got uh, Weed Season 1 on DVD, the Showtime original series. Uh, Weed Season 1, now available on DVD, loaded with bonus features, including Smoke and Mirrors mockumentary. Uh, don't miss the Season 2 premiere on 14th, only on Showtime. I happen to win one of those. Ooh. I'm very excited about watching that one over the weekend. More of the worst lyrics ever. It's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. The Hideout and J-Dubs. Seven eight one zero four one. Real radio. One zero four point one. Real radio. One zero four point one. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk? I'ma get 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 you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. My hump. My hump. My hump. My hump. My hump. Yeah, unfortunately, one of my favorite songs made it on the worst lyric list. So this has turned into a half a mix list. No, I mix. Uh, no, tape. I've had. Well, I also have another. All right, that one's on there. The other one's Spice Girls Wannabe. That's one of my favorites. Wow, you just turned <laughs> this into. A very if you want to be my segment. lover, you got to get with my friends. It's a hideout row radio on a four point one hour one. The lines are lighting up with uh, very, lyrics. very terrible lyrics. Uh, this one's actually one of uh, Chunks' favorites. Black Cat in 321. Hey, man, what's going on? What's up, buddy? Probably the worst song I think I've ever been forced by an ex-girlfriend to listen to is Barbie Girl by Aqua. You Barbie shut the Girl. hell up. Oh, it plays in every gay club around the world. Gay Come club. on, Barbie, let's go party. When we first got here, we went and did, a <laughs> did karaoke downtown. And Chunks did this. He played both parts. Yeah, this is definitely... How does Aqua not get put on this list? It's fantastic. Come on. I don't have the lyrics in front of me this time, like with the karaoke. What else did I do? I did another one. Come on, Barbie. Let's go, Like Whitney Houston or something like that. I think I sang that night. (laughs) There was a bunch of them. Strain my vocal cords. Johnny in the 407. What do you got? What about a uh, dashboard confessional screaming infidelities? I heard that's great. Sing it, though. <laughs> Listen, you're not going to call from the back just to get Dubs to sing. Why? And he couldn't even come close to hitting any of these notes. It'd be fun to try, though. No, He's not on, me in your shower. Oh, I do. Do it in your shower. Close to blankets and sheets. You're not alone. You're, you're s- not discreet. <laughs> Make sure I know who's taking you home. <laughs> you're such a sissy. Why? Didn't you go on a mandate? No, it wasn't to this uh, concert. It was to White Stripes and uh, The Strokes. I comprehend except when you signed it. I will love you all. <laughs> you're such a sissy. I can't believe you know this. Listen to him sing out of key. When he tries to hit those notes and just misses. 
like Dante Pachette swinging and striking out. But as for now, no. <laughs> the saddest songs, sit alone and wonder. All right. How you're making out. Stop, seriously, it's not good for the radio. <laughs> it's awful. Bill in the 407. Hello? Go ahead, buddy. Making out. <laughs> Hello? Bill, yeah. go. Oh, um, worst lyrics ever was Oombop by Hanson. Uh, yeah. Oombop. That sucked, and so does Matt Albert. Yes. Thank you. He's Ouch. right on two points. Give him a prize. Yeah, but here's the thing about this. They're, they're kids. They were children. You can't really hate on them. You know, this is a pretty catchy song for a few kids to write. You know, it was on... It easily could have been... Uh, the lead singer's a hot chick, too. On PBS, that's it. I was a young boy. Shame on me. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you. SBK in the 407. SBK. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame, shame on me. SBK, you there? No, soul brother. He had his radio turned up. Uh, I don't know if he knows how to call into a show. Let's he go just with, works here. Let's go with uh, Shannon, the 407. Yeah, I had this girl dated once. That made, she made our song, uh, I Hope You Danced. Oh, that was a Terrible, terrible Who was that song. by? I hope you danced. You know I'm talking that country song. I hope you danced. Oh, I don't remember the song. You know, oh, I do. Mac. Yeah, this is actually a real weird. It's uh, about like her kid. Yeah. Are the uh, lyrics terrible in it? I don't know if the lyrics are uh, terrible, but it's just a real sad, sappy song about children. I don't know if I'd want it to be like our song. I batched that music video, but what? I she was kind of hot. Who? She, but she's talking Le- about her kids. Leanne Womack. I put it on mute. <laughs> All right, here's one thing I'd like to do, Dubs. What's that? Um, Tommy, I'm gonna play one in your ear. The greatest or the worst lyricist of all time? I'm gonna say. It's kind of a toss up, but. Who is it? Actually comes from your home state, J-Dubs. Kid Rock is guilty of having maybe the worst lyrics of all time. Listen to this. He went platinum selling rhymes. He went platinum seven times. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This is a good song. The... One of the very few he had. This one it has a beat. It's an interesting little hook. Mm-hmm. But as far as the lyricists go, oh, here's another one that made the list. By the way, Kid Rock didn't make this list. Wow. Limp Biscuit Break Stuff. Worst lyrics of all time. I, you would think American Badass would make it on there. I didn't even think of that. Evil Eye the 352 said Rollin' by Limp Biscuit was the worst. I think, you know, here's the thing Fred Durst, Kid Rock. It, it was right around the same time. I'm really ashamed of uh, that period of music. And, we, and when we were working in rock radio. Mm-hmm. Hot Jim in the 539. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? <laughs> hey, uh, I want to hear uh, OMC How Bizarre. Those lyrics are awful. That's the only reason I, I want to hear it, because it's a bad song. <laughs> uh... All right, who's going to sing along to this one? 
I don't know any of this. Why are you looking at me? Matt. I don't know the word. Just dancing in his chair already. Hey, by the rights. One of the rest. <laughs> Puddle of mud control made the list, J-Dubs. Warrant cherry pie. What? Oh, yeah, that one's pretty no. bad. No. Jenny Lane is a master of lyrics. Double D in the 813. Uh, yeah. Been a long time listening to you guys. Worst song ever? Who let the dogs out? Uh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, you could go into a whole genre of rap. Yeah. Whoop. Donkey butt. The verses are even worse. Anybody was nice to party was pumping. I, are you going to know all this when you're at Howl at the Moon 2? <laughs> There's no way you have to perform this song. No, this never. is a pure pleasure song for you. Yeah. It brings me pure pleasure. Captain and Tennille, Muskrat Love, made the list. Yeah, that's a definite terrible one. Now they say Bruce, String, Bruce Springsteen, Glory Days. Mm-hmm. Mainly because he said you could throw that speedball by you, make you look like a fool. When I think you meant fastball, and not like the co- yeah. combo. So, sorry, Bruce. You would think someone would tell him. It's not even like he needed speed to rhyme. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it's called a fastball. <laughs> Maybe you would want to pretend how to know what you know baseball is. Have uh, your wife proofread this. Uh, Al on the four hundred seven. Hey, I got one for you. What about a uh, rock lobster? Uh, B-52. Rock, any B-52 song is terrible. Please, Love Shack is great. Have you ever listened to the lyrics? Yes. Got him a car, so big as a whale. When I Tin cu- roof! When I cuddle Rusty. another man. 311, down. Yeah. I hate 311. Come original. What's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah. What happened to him? I don't know. I bet he died. Bobo in the 386. Hey, how about Hot Jen? What are the lyrics ever? Because I couldn't understand. Damn word out, chick this. Hot Jen. I don't remember Hot Jen. What's Hot, hot Jen? Hot Jen. The chick just called you. Call, call. <laughs> I think he Hot Jim. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't understand the call either. Many of them. <laughs> that is a good call, though. Matt and valid points. <laughs> Matt in the 407. Hey, man, first off, I just want to say, you guys, uh, you get me through delivering pizzas almost every night. Just thanks a lot. Oh, thank you, buddy. And, uh, Maitland and also, you forgot <laughs> Kajagoogoo's Too Shy. Uh, All right, Kajagoogoo's. Matt, what do you think? I love that song. Then, yes, it goes in. Uh, I don't like bad we, songs. I only like good ones. Wait, wait, Dubs, don't take another call. i, I got to hear the chorus now because I love the chorus. <laughs> I swear to God. What's up with these fruits? I love synthesizers. What, you're the one that's in the Spice Girls? Spice Girls, Black Eyed Peas, uh, not gay, because there are hot chicks in there. Mo. Oh, come on. Long intros, damn it. Puddle of Mud Control. Yeah, that one. I love the I way you look you at me. I love the way ass. you smack my ass. I love the dirty, dirty things you do. I have control of you. Alright, how about D4L Laffy Taffy? Oh. <laughs> Actually, I got that on the line right now with Lewis. Really? Lewis in the 407. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, Laffy Taffy. I think that's what SBK wanted to guess by the Jolly Ranchers. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's by the Jolly Ranchers. I think you're just naming out two different kinds of candy. <laughs> that's what uh, MF rule. 
threw down on the instant messenger. How about safety dance? Nah, safety dance is terrific. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. If, if your friends can't dance, then they're no friends of mine. This is a good song. <laughs> Love this song. Reminds me of Biodome. Yes. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Yeah! Because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. Is that like a gay thing? <laughs> Fast Eddie in the 407. <laughs> that was the guy that's a friend of mine. Hey, uh, how about Informer Snow by Snow? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what he's really saying, but it's enough. Best hair, though. Alright, this isn't a sing class. This is a choir. What, Chunks? I got one. No matter how many times I listen to it, I can never understand it. It has awful lyrics. The Gasolina song. You know which one that is? Daddy Yankee. Gasolina. Gasolina. I can't. It's awful lyrics. Do you realize that Rumba and their army... Are going to be coming over here and uh, looking to beat your ass. We took them down a few weeks ago with a little boycott. Something called Proud 100.3. That's pretty much their theme song. <laughs> be careful, man. They have a hummer. Jack in the 386. Yeah, hey. Oh. Do, 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 da, 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 da. By the police or is it by the who? What is it? All right. Uh, who is that one by? I think it is the police. I think it's the police. It might be the who. But remember, it goes... Do 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 da 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 is all I gotta say to you. I don't remember Sounds that. Sounds terrible. One. Yeah, I'm not a real big. Uh, I'm not familiar with. Jeff. You're probably right though. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're wrong. Jeff in the 352. Hey guys, how you doing? What's okay, up, bro? Can we turn uh, off the rumba? How about, how about anything, especially Karma Chameleon by Boy George? All right, don't, don't you run down Boy George. Karma, 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 Karma. Richard Marks are off the table when it comes to talking trash. <laughs> you come and go. You come and go. Uh, so you, do you really want to hurt me? Dude, I remember when we were at the edge and I got like one song I got to play on my own. I picked this one day because I, I, just because I thought it'd be funny. And it turns out it's so long. And like two, three minutes into it, I'm like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> I thought this, this seemed like it'd be really funny in between Tool and System of a Down. It just didn't work out that way. Tony in the 407. Hello. How what's, are you? What's up, man? What's going on? Okay. Uh, definitely uh, Rick D's Eat My Shorts. And Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. I'm Too Sexy know. for my shirt, so sexy it hurts. For my love, too sexy for my love, love's going to leave. Did we ever play his new songs? I don't yeah. think we did. Did we play them? I know we had them. I don't know if we ever ended up playing them. I was like, no. <laughs> Not really interested in debuting the, the new Right Said Fred. Go find those chunks. Not in my control room. Why not? Did you actually put him in there? Yeah. Was it about a car? Yeah. Yeah. You can ride in my car. I think oh. Ron and Fez played them. That's why I heard them. And I kind of liked it. I kind of like this song. Middle school dance. R is after P, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He's having so much trouble. Oh, yeah, there it is. There's two of them. Two new ones. Yeah, yeah, I put two of them in there. All right, here. 
Which one's this one? This is too slow. The other one is quicker. I don't want to hear this one. This one's... Yeah, you can ride in my car. Nice. You can put your hand on my lap. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello? Dubs, yesterday you talked, or a couple of days ago, you gave the awful visual yeah. of a man pulling his uh, Speedo to the side. Yeah. This is the song. <laughs> the music he's doing, too. And just kind of <laughs> gyrating a little bit. This is another one of those. Yeah, a guy named Mike. You're on a, you're on a, this is playing in every gay dance club in the world. Real big in France right now. I feel like wearing a mesh shirt right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio. What a football one. That falls in as the uh, one of the worst lyrics ever, especially when the songs go when you're counting or listing off names. Mm, it's not good. Mambo number five. Um, that was given to us by our ex intern Putin, who uh, we miss around here, who's riding around working hard, and also to Soft, the Hideout documentary filmmaker. You have to go to hideoutheretics.net mm-hmm. and watch the preview for his zombie movie, which was filmed here in Orlando and is going to get a nationwide release. Is he on the phone, too? Yeah, Soft right here. He's everywhere. Hey, Soft. Hey, y'all. How's it going? What's up, buddy? Hey, every time I'm at a wedding, I want to kill people when I hear this song, The Margarina. The Macarena. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Macarena. Now, what's your main reason for hating it? Spanish. I'll see. <laughs> nah, come on. What the hell? That's not right. You gotta love the dance, though. I'm not interested in the dance. Spin around, grab your hips. It's not. That's not cool for me. You're a douchebag. Yeah. I forgot the ceiling knows all this stuff. That's how he makes his living, by knowing people with it. I think this is one that you're into, uh, Hefe. Dustin in the 386. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, bro? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, uh, you, the one song I hated the most was uh, the Milkshake song. No. Kellis? Or whatever her yeah. name was? No, this is good because no, she's it's sexy. Not. I just get that mental picture. Do you remember uh, when this came out? There's a video online of a real fat chick <laughs> yeah. uh, lip syncing to this and uh, getting naked. I do remember that. What happened to this chick? She married Nas. 
Ah. Did she really? Yeah. She disappeared. Like, she'll literally every four or five years, she'll come out with, like, a hit. She had one before this one. I can't remember what it was. It's like, I hate you so much right now. Yeah. It was, like, a real hard kind of rock song. She probably heard that a lot in her life. Zach in the 386. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, um, I've got one that I think definitely beats right said Fred. Uh, his name is Gunther, and he's pretty much a cultural phenomenon, mm-hmm. especially on the Internet and in other countries. Uh, the guy's so popular, there's a, a Korean band did a cover of his hit song, which is called the Ding Dong Song. I remember the Ding Dong Song. I think I saw it online. I, I doubt that you, you sing it to uh, yourself when you're sleeping. And awake. Can't be worse than the Lava Song. I don't even know what you're referencing now. <laughs> I was just saying you're gay, but I screwed it up. King Bean in the 407. Yo. Go. Hello. Go, buddy. She bang. She banged by Rick, uh, Ricky Martin. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Seems kind of nice. <laughs> I don't know if I really throw any Ricky Martin in there. Living me Vita Loca. What was wrong with us? There was. Alright, apparently Kellis has a hit right now called Bossy. Really? It's not a hit if I hadn't heard of it. I'm in... It's not in the computer. I'm involved with everything. Alright. Uh, massage therapist Kat says Worst song ever, or as far as lyrics go, hmm. Come on, ride the train. By uh, Quad City DJs? Yeah. Hey, you know, kind of going back to something real fast. Mm-hmm. Can you make off, you make off, Matt? All right. Soft, the hideout documentary film. He's got this movie again. You can go see the the preview for this movie. Is so cool. Automaton, I think. I forget how you say it. Uh, I think that's it. Automaton transfusion. Mm-hmm. The link's on hideoutheretics.net. He invited me out to L.A. And I don't know if I can go because I'm already doing so much traveling. But he's like, it's going to be a red carpet premiere. Wow. Like the whole thing. He's invited me to be his date. But I'm thinking... Well, that speaks highly of his social skills. <laughs> well, I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, why don't we like do some sort of a giveaway so we can have a hot chick to take away them? So that would be nice. Since we're not, he's not walking down the red carpet with a bald, fat, hairy Mexican. It's yeah. everybody's dream. <laughs> You know, you're like, hey, you, you know, you're big time now. What if we sent Manhole's girlfriend out with him? That wouldn't be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. He ought to take Matt. They're best buddies yeah, now. Yeah, they're they're dating. Too bad Matt doesn't know how to say his name correctly. I just call him Saf. It's well, soft. soft. I, I know, but it's so hard to say. That, I know it's not. That it's one syllable. Hey. That's why people hate you because <laughs> you won't even put the effort into saying your best friend's name. <laughs> Turtle having 352. <laughs> Kudos hey, for having the best name tonight. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I got two good ones. Uh, Rico Suave and uh, Bop She Bop by Cindy Lauper. But that Rico Suave, do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Rico. As far as where lyrics go, I don't even remember the being lyrics. All right, all right, all right. Rico. <laughs> the rolling of the R's is the worst lyric ever. Dude, can you imagine how much ass he got, like, in Miami? Just Miami alone. He performs at some club, and just the group he's lining up. Oh, yeah, there are lyrics. It sounds like a white guy doing a Latin guy impression. Yeah, it doesn't sound Latin at all. 
You tried acting after this. Didn't work out. I saw it, him in a Paul it, Rodriguez movie. It sounds like an SNL skit. Right. I'm so ashamed. I don't, and I don't think he's Mexican. I'm just ashamed for Latin folks. <laughs> like, I'll speak for all, all of us right now. Uh, Pinching the 440. Yeah, on a side note, great call on Ron Fest today, J-Dub. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, worst lyrics slash most most song ever, Kelly Clarkson, since you've been gone. Chunks. You big fade. You're since you've been gone. Love. Doesn't she get all the Avril Lavigne rejects? This was an Avril, uh, uh, Avril Lavigne song, and uh, she passed on it. She feels like an idiot, doesn't she? <laughs> no. It's did, you, did you imagine Avril singing this? Yes. Just as easy as I can picture stupid Kelly Clarkson singing it. Do you think Kelly Clarkson wears a thong? Uh, I don't want to imagine it. Splitting those big hams. <laughs> Seriously, like the wide hips. And it's just like digging in. I don't understand how these are bad lyrics, man. It uh, gets to the point, you know? It makes like, you feel something. Like that fat girl over at O-Rock. Just how <laughs> disgusting that would be. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 104.1. Tub thumping, Chubbawamba. Mix 100, your music fix. Maverick hanging out with you during the overnight. God. I never had to play this song, thank God. Jeez, so awful. I think we played it at the edge when I worked there just for a little yeah. bit. And I skipped it every time. Yeah, oh boy. That's the greatest thing about working small market radio. You can usually skip over the songs and no one will notice. The PDs don't care. Would, see, that's the problem. I would, regardless, wherever I was, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this one, sorry. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't fit into my plans. Or I would, I would replace, like, uh, a Weezer song with a better Weezer song or something that's not even on the playlist. I'd grab it out of my own stash. You always one-up it, because music program directors don't know what they're doing. Music directors are useless. Mm-hmm. Just awful. <clears throat> um, Dubs. So today, I was kind of taken aback a little bit. I go to Jiffy Lube mm-hmm. to get my oil changed, because I, I was running some errands today, get my oil changed. And my chick, I took her with me running the errands, was in shock. Why? She was. She kept looking down, and she was like, are there people under there? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's how they change the oil. She, or... Goes down. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know what they do. There's but. like there's like a big hole underneath there that you drive over, and they're down there changing your oil. Literally, like she was uh, <laughs> coming over from France, I guess, or Ghana. I don't know. And she's like, "They're, oh my god!" And so I go, I go, "How do you change your oil?" Well, I do it myself. It's not hard. Then I realized how uh, much of a not a man I am, because mm-hmm. I don't even know where to check my oil. Really? You don't know how to check it or anything? Not a clue. Take a class, man. 
Well, I can I, teach you that basic stuff in ten minutes. When I had when I had the choice of auto shop, I took theater. <laughs> oh God. So I'm like, wow. And then they were telling me something. I guess. Do you need a cabin air filter? Um. My Scion didn't come with it. And I guess most Scions don't. Although it has the compartment, they just don't put it in. So there's no air filter at all for your engine? No, it's not for the engine. It's for the cabin. No, why would you need that? I didn't think so. Screw it. One of the girls who had a sign, she's like, oh, who worked there. Actually, a hot chick working at a Jiffy Lube. I've seen a lot of that lately. It's very common now. Yeah. But she wasn't just, like, in there, like, doing the paperwork. She, like, was working on the cars. Hot. Um... She was like, yeah, I guess it filters out, like, any things that would give you allergies and stuff like that. That's weird. I'm like, I don't need that. that. I, always, nah. I always roll with the windows down anyway. But I'm thinking to myself, my chick knows how to change oil. And you don't. You have no clue. You ain't even know where to start. I, I don't know what's what. I There's <laughs> basically one bolt down there. You take it out, drain the oil, put oh, it back in. Let me tell you something else. You know, and sometimes they'll take out that little... The dipstick. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I like to call it sword. Whenever they take out the sword, and they show it to you, and they go, this is how much you got left. Every time I go, oh, okay. I don't know if they're lying to me. They're just showing you, and you're like, oh, okay. Here's where it was. Here it is now. Thanks. You just think it's fondue or something? <laughs> I think it's a sword. It looks like a sword. What? Excalibur. Right. I haven't a clue, brother. And you need my, to learn. And my chick knows all that. And maybe that's good. Maybe I just go ahead and stick with her and she can change my oil from now on. Save me 30 bucks every three months. Does she do that for you in bed, too? Yeah. <laughs> now you know how I got the... Yeah. Mm. The problems? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you know. All right, people who tell me they're called pollen filters. I don't need any of that for my no. car. Why would you need that? Why I would you even a, put that in a car? I have a Jeep. I mean, I, or I used to have a Jeep. I'm, I like to have the fresh air. Mm -hmm. You have the uh, sunroof and everything, or moonroof or yeah, whatever. You have that open. You have, you have wanna, good airflow. Yeah, I don't want to run around with a vacuum. But I'm thinking to myself, if I don't know how to change the oil, are there other things that I should know how to do that... Barbecue. I do know how to barbecue. All right. That's food. Come on. That's <laughs> trial and error. That's trial and error. I definitely know how to barbecue. Can you change a tire? Tire's easy, man. Get, all right. If you if you had a flat on the side of the road, what would you do? No I, phone to call AAA. It, actually, it happened to me in D.C. You remember that? When one night after the show, mm -hmm. at 1 o'clock in the morning, um, I was heading back on the Beltway. My phone died, so I had no phone. I was two exits away from my place in Silver Spring, Maryland, and I was just SOL on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And I finally thought to myself, I'm going to have to figure this out. I'm going to have to figure... Because I even tried driving a little bit further, and then sparks started shooting up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I'm literally... I Actually, I was one exit. It was the next exit. And so I, I managed to, um, to to change a tire. Here's the problem, though. I always have to put a lot of stuff in my trunk, so I end up taking out. Don't take out the stuff that you need to uh, <laughs> get by. I'm not lying to you. It's happened before. I don't need this tire, this uh, tire iron. It, the tire usually Jack. stays, because that'd be stupid. 
But if you have jack and everything else, you don't have anything to change it with. The, the tires are useless for you there. You have to flag someone down to get it. All right, Giant Brown wants to know um, if I can open a pickle jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only thing. You have to be able to open a jar if you're a man. Hurts my hands. <laughs> you are I'm such not, a femme, dude. I'm not lying to you. Like, do, I got, do you I sit got, there tapping out with a fork? Here's what's trying funny. to break that seal. My chick tells me she's like, "You have the softest skin ever." <laughs> and I'm like, "Thank you." And then I, th- I stop. That's not and a I, compliment. Yeah. Then I stop and think, "Wait a second, I haven't done any real work in my life." Well, back to the tire thing. A buddy of mine uh, got a flat tire, and I noticed he was chewing gum, so I figured I'd screw with him a little bit. And we had to go someplace. I was like, "Dude, just take the gum out, put it on your tire." be fine he's like really that works he's like absolutely man mechanics do it all the time so he does it and we probably get another good like five six miles before it starts throwing off sparks <laughs> he gets pissed and uh he dented his rim see that's what i worry about all right so i figure i can change a tire mm-hmm. if i have the supplies and i can cook like i can barbecue what else is there i need to know how to do um, I think you need... I can't put... I can't do any, like, household stuff. I couldn't replace a doorknob. No, you can't You can't do any of the handyman work? I couldn't do any handyman stuff. Could you put on a necktie? No. You oh. don't know how to tie a tie? God, let me tell you this. <laughs> to this day, the ties that I have have already been pre-tied by my father. Oh, my God. And they have been that way since, child. since high school. I am not lying to you. I swear. On... Up over, around, through, man. It never works for me. I have to go like two or three times before I get it right, but yeah, it's not that hard. How about like use a power tool or any like lawn equipment? Well, I mean, if he doesn't know how to uh, fix. The I know stuff. how they work. I'm not stupid. <laughs> what turn? What way do you turn to loosen stuff? Righty tighty, lefty loosey. There you go. Nice. You learned something. But dude, I'm not lying to you. I, you would if if you knew how many times in a week I had to repeat that phrase to myself. <laughs> Do you put your uh, hands up and w- see which uh, which uh, hand makes the L? All right, that's left. I never knew that. Yeah. that's gonna come in handy. <laughs> Going back to the car, do you know how to change a fuse in your car? Let's say your headlights go out. Nope. Don't even fuse know where box that... is right there. It <laughs> says uh, headlights. Not you sure where it'd be located. <laughs> when you ever... Dude, we had lights in my car that mysteriously appeared forever. And they disappeared. It they... turns out there's a switch. Didn't realize it. Right next to the uh, where you put it in drive, that thing. <laughs> the gear it... shift. Right. <laughs> the sticky thing. It's right there. And I swear I'm not bitten. This isn't some sort of funny skit. This is legit. Well, you are. Uh, I was talking to you earlier this week when I was trying to uh, fix my satellite dish and everything, and you seemed shocked that I knew how to do it, and I didn't know how to do it. I just figured it out. I would have called someone. I'd have been like, you're going to pay for DirecTV to come out and fix this. I was horrified. You're like, dude, I'm sweaty from putting on my satellite. I'm like, what are you doing? Stupid. No, it's uh, you, you need to know that kind of stuff. You need to be able to figure that out. Listen, I you compl- have to think mechanically. I completely agree. Um, but my father taught me you always make enough money to get pay someone else to do it for you. All right, say you want, and that's no joke. Say- Unfortunately, he makes enough money. I don't. 
So say you buy a uh, surround sound system. Would you know how to set that up? That I do know how to do. Okay. You like, know electronics. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing you need to know how to do. You need to know how to set up a nice system. I, I don't know how to, like, maintenance a computer. I don't know if that's particularly manly. I think it's kind of where you it, begin to need to, to know yeah. that. It's good to know, definitely, though. Do you know how to reset fuses in your house? Nope. What? <laughs> Man, switch over. That's Maybe. all you got to do? Yeah. yeah. Me and you uh, need to have a big can we man have a, day. Can we have a uh, father Sunday? Yeah, so I'll, I'll teach you all this stuff. Do you know how to shave? I don't know. I'll tell you this. That's one thing my father didn't teach me because I have hair that grows up here. I went too high initially. Oh. Yeah. So now it grows in real high? Mm-hmm. Do you know how to have sex with a woman? <laughs> I doubt it. Hmm. I have a rough idea, but... I don't know how to do any of those things that you don't know how to do either. And, uh, except that's the only thing I... Yeah, I know how to give it to a chick who knows how to do all that. Hmm. Now, uh, how about... I, and kill bugs, by the way, I don't do that. Yeah, that's... Well, that's a shaky business. No, it isn't. No, you step fact, on it. In fact, Matt yeah. had a huge one in his room... Comes yelling and screaming, my chick has to go get it. Because I'm like, I'm not going up there. You guys are puss. I'm like, you go get that. It was this, the size of a kitten. Yeah. <laughs> that's, nice. that's what he yelled. That's what he yelled. And and uh, and she goes, and she brings it over to me, like, to show it to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. get that thing out of here. Go take it outside right now. Sarah in the 407. Hi. Um, I was just listening to Hefe talk, and um, I'm kind of baffled because... The one thing um, that my dad taught me before I got out of the house before I was 18 was how to change my own tire in case I was turning on the side of the road mm-hmm. and how to change my own oil so that I could keep my own maintenance up on my vehicle. And then you were talking about the um, maintenance on a computer, and that's something that you should really know um, because with so much outsourcing going on, um, for instance, I have a certain computer company that outsources to India, and every time I call them to try to get something done, Mm. um, (laughs) they don't know how to do it. Um, Like last night, my computer crashed two nights ago, and last night I was on the computer for um, an hour talking to this guy. No, I I, know. Asking me all these questions, and I fixed the computer before he even helped me. So, I mean, you should know this stuff. I, I I think it's something you should know, but I don't think it's a manly thing to know. Like the changing the oil, and uh, if your chick knows it, it makes you less of a man. She is more of a dude than me. I'll give that to her. Have you ever been, like, fishing? Can you, like, bait a hook and nope. cut a fish? Mm-mm, I usually have my stepdad bait it, and when I catch it, I kind of hand it over to him to take it off. <laughs> and I don't skin it or cook it or anything. He does that. I just sit there with my beer and my iPod and fish. <laughs> What's so funny? That's a great time. What's the problem? Now, if you're driving, could you navigate? Could you uh, figure out which way you're going? And Yeah, I'm very good with directions. Okay. I'm blessed with some... Here's the thing. I have the natural ability. It's just, you know, anything that requires work, I can't do. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Yeah. All right, back in the hideout, Hour 2, Real Radio 104.1. Um, I forgot what her name was, and I do apologize, but um, Sally or Sarah, somebody just called about her tech support problem. Yeah. Matt sent this over to me, and it's uh, it's pretty funny. 
We have the video up on the, the hideout page on realradio.fm. It is under Microsoft Customer Service. Oh, it's right under video. Awesome, Tommy. Great job. I'm glad you're... Now that that is a... Now that we can do that, dude, that's great. That's actually going to help a ton. Awesome. But anyway, what it is, it's a um, a customer, I guess, called Microsoft with a problem. Okay. okay. The, the tech calls him back. And see if you can decipher it. you you got to go watch the video that's made with it because it attempts to translate. But even just listen and imagine you're having computer problems and this is what you hear on your uh, answering machine. Hi, Guiz. This is Tapesh calling for Microsoft Support Center. This is regarding case uh, which we're working on. Uh, I just uh, wanted to know uh, what's the status of that case. Are you still facing the same problem or after... Uh, uh, after my suggestion what? or uh, changes what you made, uh, uh, is it problem is resolved or not? Because in application log, I'm not able to see any further error uh, for promoting me to, uh, <laughs> to our replicate, uh, replication problem. I just wanted to know, like, what's the status right now? If you... Uh, you are able to send a mail from both sides, or the data is replicated on both sides or not. Please feel free to call me or send me an email. Okay? Thanks. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. So you're having – that video is up right now on the hideout page under video on realradio.fm. If I want to get my computer fixed, I don't want it done by the uh, heart kid from Captain Planet. I don't need that. <laughs> Sitting there with a monkey on his arm while he's uh, talking to you. Don't be racist. It's not a racist thing. Oh, okay. It's an actual monkey. But, um, dude, it is like, yeah, oh, good, I'm even testing it out right now on the hideout page. It is the funniest thing because you don't understand them, and it's so it's so much broken English. It's not even English. At one point, essentially, essentially what it is, is the video. <laughs> it's this Asian kid with glasses. I don't think the kid was Asian, though. I think no. that was Indian. India. And, like, all the various things in the background that he could be talking to. And then attempting to write subtitles underneath. At one point, for the subtitles, it looks like he just mashed on the keyboard. <laughs> because there's no way you can decipher. Do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah. All right. Th- I'm actually- I think I can actually decipher it since I've dealt with this so many times. I'm playing it right off the website right now. Again, uh, RollRadio.fm hideout page videos. You're going to love this. Hi, Chris. This is Tapish calling for Microsoft Support Center. This is regarding case uh, which we're working on. Uh, I just uh, wanted to know uh, what's the status of that case. That's the part right there. Where he just mashes? Where just, like, for the subtitle, he just mashes oh, on the keyboard. He's a big case fan of Joaquin Phoenix, oh. is what he said. I just uh, wanted to know uh, what's the status of that case. Are you still facing the same problem or after, uh, <laughs> or after my suggestion or changes what you made? Uh, is it problem is resolved or not? Because in application log, I'm not able to see any further error for promoting me to uh, 
It's emu. Because yeah. that's what it sounds like, emu. He says goodbye three times. Send me a uh, send me a very large bird. <laughs> I like just the pause. Not okay. quite sure. And then at the end. Hmm. Am, goodbye. I do- am I doing this right? Hmm. Hello? Hello? So anyway. Who are you trying to reach? Check that out. We're going to bring you... Uh... All right, that's what I heard. First mistake number one, never call Microsoft's uh, tech support. Some, someone put uh, a call on my MySpace. It's very, very uh, graphic, so we couldn't play it on the air. But maybe we do a website thing where people can go check it out. It's just a guy, like uh, an English guy, oh. yelling at someone who's calling him back or uh, has him on a list for some kind of, you know. You, you think that should be our second version of Hideout Uncensored? Yeah. All right, we'll do that then. We need to get another one of those going to post on hideoutheretics.net. It's not just Microsoft and India. I had to call Walmart today, and uh, it was just the front desk, and I'm not sure what accent she had. It might have been Spanish slash Indian, whatever it was, but everything she said, she gurgled it, and every she tried to say available in hours, and it sounded like... That's exactly what it sounded like, and I'm not sure. And she started to get angry with me because I'd ask her to repeat it a couple of times. And he was like, "Could you not understand a little bit?" And and she just kept yelling at me, and I guess she just hung up on me. I wait, was that for a job? Yeah, and I uh, and I called back, and I got another person, uh-huh. and I you know found out what I needed to know. But she just got so angry because I didn't understand, you know, yeah. the native language. Yeah, it's her problem. Listen, I, I, I do believe I don't think this needs to be an English-only country because I think that stifles us and keeps us from growing. However, I do believe that you need to know English. I don't think it should be required, but I think you need to know English well, I, in I, order to it's a function in our society. When you are uh, doing phone calls and taking calls for you know fixing stuff where you're going to be helping people out, you have to be able to communicate with them. Right. Uh, I mean, you can do other jobs. You can be a stock boy at Walmart instead of answering the phones. All right. People are saying on the uh, instant messenger, they go, "The audio is good." But it isn't anywhere near as funny without seeing the video that goes with it. You have to go to the web page and download it. It's right there in the videos on the hideout page on RoadRadio.fm. Chronic Heretic says that um, you actually have to pay for Microsoft tech support, too. Oh, so that's what you're paying for. <laughs> I didn't know that. You're getting screwed both ways there. That might be genius, because with the accent, you have to keep calling back, hoping you get a better English speaker. That's more money for them. Bill Gates is a genius. You probably pay for the whole package. Yeah, you don't pay by And that's by more minute. than likely why they call you back. Like That's probably why you got the phone message. What do you think that guy's name was that called them back? Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's usually like, Jerry. this is Jim. And it's like, okay, right. Jack. <laughs> you can't say the name correctly. They call me Max Sim. <laughs> like, give them my real name, they just me- mess it up and just call me Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
It's a hideout. Love your magazine. <laughs> Real Radio, 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. I'll clear it up now. If you want me to. Go ahead. That's not a... Uh, what? I guess I made a fat girl comment about the fat girl over at Real Rock. Mm-hmm. I was talking about Mel Taylor. Yeah. Not the other one. <laughs> the other one's not fat. She was nice to us, so mm-hmm. I don't have any problems with her. I've never uh, even heard Mel Taylor before, but I've seen those triceps. Oh, God. <laughs> the, that meat hanging from her arms? I'm sorry. Were you an extra on the Golden Girls? I was an idiot. Piggy. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Comment on that, losers. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was thinking about it, Dubs. I know why I did not. Why I did not uh, learn how to change oil. Or be handy around the house. Why is that? I was too busy as a kid. Playing. I'm too busy now as an adult playing. Yeah, you never did the uh, the learning how to make it through life. With my DVR. With my um, video games. I now have my top five mm-hmm. toys of all time. You ready? Alright. In no particular order. Here we go. G.I. Joe. I, you know what? I passed in the G.I. Joes as a kid for He-Man. No, I was a He-Man guy. Oh, come on. He-Man, shirtless, tight panties. Bob cut. He had a nice cat with him. Right. A man and his cat. That's you. A battle cat. <laughs> a lonely man and his cat in his one-room apartment. And by the way, the cat had lived a dual life. Where it was weak and timid at one point, but then when it got into that stall, it was big and brawny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Transformers. Um, I like the Transformers. I was a fan of those. Um, sports. I think I throw in there. Mm-hmm. Baseball, football, basketballs. That kind of stuff. Video games. I can't decide if I had to pick one, whether it would be the Atari or the Nintendo. Nintendo all the way. The Atari shaped my life early on as a youngling, but eventually later on, Nintendo really kind of put it over the top for and me. I had so many games for uh, Atari, but they just didn't match up to Nintendo when you got that. When I, I got Nintendo, I was truly addicted. Finally, one that I honestly believe our children of today are missing out on, Toy Guns. Yeah, uh, and not the ones with the stupid orange cap on top of them. Uh, in the good old days, when you can run around in your front yard with your M16-looking gun and uh, shoot things down. Namely, your cousins. Because my cousin and I, mm-hmm. constantly, we, when we were in West Texas living on the ranch or in the big backyards of Lubbock, Texas, would play Army. You know, we'd built, uh, we'd built like, fort houses and stuff like that. Oh, he would. I would play video games until he was done building it. <laughs> then I would come out and play. Anything could be a fort when you're a kid, too. I had uh, this, uh, there's this huge bush outside of my uh, grandma's place that kind of made like an arch thing. 
and that ended up being my little fort over there. And then at uh, home, I would get some, you know, wood from around and everything, and like kind of make a fort at home. <laughs> you could do a fort anywhere. Kids don't make forts anymore. I, I especially like with tree houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, parents are afraid the kids are going to fall out of them. But you don't see toy guns around anymore, do you? Uh, you can go there and see them, but they're all like uh, like bright green and everything, or something that's not real. That's not so, legit. That's so wuss. Or like uh, aqua. I even remember toward the lighter end, like the later end of my childhood, when they'd start painting them. Uh, when they would start the bright orange thing at the end. Yeah, putting that cap in there. We'd paint it black, or we'd get a sharpie and we paint over. You know, we color over it. What we would do, we just pop it out. Never even thought of that. There you I guys am. went through way too much. Oh, there I am wasting all that time. You know, what I used to love. I used to love uh, taking my thumb and running it against the caps. Remember those little, uh, like the little red strip of caps. That you'd have, uh, and they'd explode. You just run your thumb up against it, and then sniff that thumb. Oh, or you could put those in the gun. Yeah, but that, that's what they're the, for. They're for the gun. But right. I would just have the strips, and I'd run my thumbnail across it, uh, and uh, burn that, my burn my flesh and smell my nail. Now that you look back at it, mm. you actually had a revolver that was looked like a real revolver. Mm-hmm. That when you pulled the trigger, it went boom. It made the sounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's dangerous. It's not. There's no bullets coming out of that. Although it could be perceived. But, you know, whatever. All right, what I leave out? Again, you go toy guns, video game, um, sports balls, Transformers, G.I. Joe's. Did you have the uh, the the bow and arrow set, which had the suction uh, arrow, but you took that off and kind of sharpened the end of it and ran it into the wall? You're just downstairs in the basement putting a... Uh, Putting toy little uh, arrows into the wall? No. Oh, I was a destructive kid then. I, yeah, I couldn't destroy anything in my house. I get my ass whooped. We, we always, always covered it up. We always had to get the deposit back when we were moving away <laughs> from Bad Daddy. So no, I never really destroyed anything. Now you love the Rubik's cube. Rubik's cube, I didn't catch on to. I had one throughout my whole life, but I didn't catch on to till like I was seventeen. That's why I learned how to do it. Yeah, Dubs can do a Rubik's Cube in, what, like less than three minutes? Uh, on a good day, under three minutes. Average, probably four, five minutes. In fact, even like what was earlier this year, there was one floating around in here in the studio. It's in my van now. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, we'd always that one. We'd always screw it up, and he had to do it. Yeah, that's why I took it, where. Yeah, I took it because everybody kept on screwing it up. And you had to fix it. Mm-hmm. We'd look at him while we're doing it, just contort his face because he'd be so mad at us. Oh, damn it. You know one I left out? Legos. Legos and Lincoln Logs. Yeah, Lincoln Logs, uh, not interested. Y- you could build, like, a tower with Lincoln Logs, though. Mm-mm. Legos. What do I take out? All right. The basketballs, baseballs, that doesn't really count as far as toys go. Mm-hmm. All right, Legos are going in that spot. I had so much fun with the Legos, and I always remember how great it would be to get the space Legos. I always went after the space Legos to try to make, like, the spaceships. Did you have a domino rally? Oh, yeah. What's that? Just basically dominoes, but they like they had, like, all these different, like, ramps you could put them on and everything, and then you build this whole hour and a half, two-hour-long thing of dominoes, 
push it, and I all fell down. No. Uh, <laughs> Got to redo it. But you can make the rocket uh, fly off at the yeah. end. Yeah, there's a, it, <laughs> it knocks over this little thing that hits an air-powered rocket and goes about I never, four inches in the air. That, I never understood the setting up of dominoes because it seemed like so much work for such a little payoff. Oh, the payoff is quick but exciting. Mm. But you could see it already on TV. I don't know what it would be like to see it in person. You set it up yourself. I don't want to have that sense of accomplishment. <laughs> I don't need that. Beer King in the 703. What's Man, up? how's it going, guys? Yo, hey, brother. Yeah, 703. I was jonesing, so I had to go to the 703. Nice. Yeah, just got, I ate at uh, Mike's American tonight. My, Mike's, uh... Michael Maris? In, no, 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 no. Oh. Mike's American in Springfield. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. What? Hot Wheels. Got to have Hot Wheels on the list. All right, Hot Wheels. I see what he was doing. Um, Hot Wheels. I don't know about Hot Wheels. You didn't have Hot Wheels? I had the little carrying case where you could flip it up, you know, and it was like a car garage. Yeah. But other than that, I wasn't really interested in Hot Wheels. Cars, How about Micro Machines? You know, cars yeah. don't interest me. Micro Machines did. Just because the, the the great uh, commercials for them drug you in that. I hated that guy. For some reason, you wanted all those toys. I don't like a guy who's incoherent. With, with Hot Wheels, I never really raced them, but I would play football with them. Mm-hmm. I would have the cars against the vans and the trucks. The vans and the trucks, would you know, I only had like ten of them, so they'd be the power team. They mm-hmm. like to run. The cars, <laughs> I, I know like that, to pass. I know that almost sounds retarded. <laughs> That's what I would do with my G.I. Joes. I would have all my G.I. Joes literally lined up in formation, and I'd have one of those little pencil erasers that you put over the pencil, mm-hmm. and I would paint it brown, and you could stick it on the hand yeah. of the uh, of the player, and I would run various formations out of that with them holding the ball, and then the big thing was when there would be a fumble, yeah. and there'd be a pile-up, <laughs> and you had to go and see who came up, which team came up with the ball. That's my childhood while I'm sitting around on a Thursday with my mom uh, in my underwear while we're watching uh, Night Court and Cheers. Mm. Uh, I would uh, I would play... Um, How awful. I would play football, actually, with, like me and my friends would play football against each other with cards. Actual, uh, like, tops football cards. And we would, uh, you'd uh, have to pick your team out and everything. And then the winner would have to be by, uh, you'd look over at stats and add up all that stuff, and then whoever. That's pretty cool. I never yeah. heard of that. Well, we just made it up. I, You know, I want to say there was something similar with baseball cards, too. I'm sure. But I think I don't ever think we went with stats, though. I think we just went with, like, you got you dealt them, mm-hmm. and whoever had the better player at the better position, and then from there. But we didn't go by stats. So we just kind of but went by. Then, then you'd be fighting over what who actually is better at that position, and... It would be a losing battle, but you'd fight to the death. <laughs> That's why stats. Don Mattingly's better than Will Clark. <laughs> Fred McGriff, what? Did you guys ever enjoy going over to your friend's house and let's say they had better toys than you, just accidentally breaking them? Uh, no, no one ever had better toys than me. Oh. Really? I you was, were toy king? I was spoiled. I was the toy king. Oh. Every time we went to, even at supermarkets, when they used to have good toys at supermarkets, I'd always drag my mom down the aisle. Did, did you ever go to a birthday party and get, like, someone what you thought was going to be a badass toy, and they hated it? <laughs> what are we going to do with this? In fact, I'll be honest with you, no. Um, one time it happened to me, and it pissed me off to no one. I never talked to that kid <laughs> ever again. Because obviously you? you didn't have something in common. 
I know. I, I, I really wasn't even his friend. It was one of those parties where uh, the whole class is invited, and it's just a begging for toys at that point. I don't know about that. I A lot of times, like, I would want to always give the best toys so I was the coolest kid. You know, kind of like the way my dad did. Buy, buy their love. Mm. Buy their friendship. I see no one else got you the remote control car. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but Billy uh, gave you a gift certificate to Chuck E. Cheese for only $10. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> I, however, even cl- included batteries. What? <laughs> it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hi, this is El Jefe. And j from The Hideout with another success story. This is an actual email from a Central Florida listener. The Hideout is the best thing to happen to Real Radio in a long time. I don't get to watch as much TV at night. When the other jackass was on, I was able to watch a lot. But now the TV is off and the radio is on. Scott from Mormon. Glad we can help, Scott. The Hideout, saving you from the $70 a month cable bill. Weeknights from 7 to 11 on Real Radio 104.1. Break me once, shame on you. Break me twice, shame on me. The Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Wrap it up hour two on a Thursday night. Uh, two, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. So you uh, had all the toys, huh, Hefe? Actually, I did, but it was I came from a broken home, so it was my parents trying to buy my love. Like, whenever I did well on a report card, my dad would take me on a shopping spree at Toys R Us. Um, it was, um, you know, my mom would then have to counter, you know, it was, it was one of those things where that's why I'm so materialist. Well, I'm not as materialistic as I once was. You could tell by the way I dress and wear the same pants every day, Mm -hmm. but, um, I, I definitely, I, dude, I traded in an instant for you and your loving home. You may not have had the toys, but you had, you know, your parents actually gave you love and affection other than, you know, money. See, I had the worst of both ends. I was in a broken home, and they would fight over who had to buy me stuff, you know, instead of who they wanted to. They fought over, I bought them the last stuff. It's your turn. Did you Now, did you have to hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, see, that's what destroys a kid. That honestly is what destroys you as a little kid. Because you just realize how unwanted you are. Yeah, I just sit there wearing my well, Wranglers. Not, and not even so much how unwanted, but like a burden. Now, I don't mean to run down my parents, because my parents were great, and they did the best they could, and they were young, you know? In their defense, now I think about it, they were my age when I was growing up. Mm. That's kind of shocking. In fact, tomorrow's my mom's 50th birthday. 50. I didn't think she'd live to see 50. Jesus. Look at her. Christ. It's your mom, dude. Come, but still... With all the issues. But, um, you know, so they did the best they could, and that's just, they they figured that's the way I can, you know, I can show them that I love them by giving him the most stuff. Which, for me, I got, I got things. You yeah, know, I got yeah. a brand new Jeep when I turned 16. My dad, you know, countered my mom's move by paying for my college. You know? It worked all the way up until, hell, maybe even still now, my dad still throws me $200 when he sees me last weekend in Panama City. Did you mention that to your mom so she'd counter it? Yeah, she got pissed. <laughs> Why? She goes, well, I'll buy your ticket out to, uh, to Sam's wedding. Nice. 
Did you take her up on that? Yep. <laughs> sure did. Thanks, Ma. Appreciate it. So, I mean, yeah, it seems like it's cool, but at the same time, too, you got a couple of parents that love you and, you know, like really, really would do anything. We're always around, and you're a good kid, Chunks. Hey, thanks, man. I'm a Neanderthal. Uh, I guess we struck a chord with these people over the uh, the G.I. Joes. Oh, the best toys? Mm-hmm. Uh, Woody in the 407. Hey, a great debate, G.I. Joe. Greatest toy ever invented. But just to te- test to where you are, if you're old school, you like the G.I. Joe with the plastic hair. If you know, you're new, if you're new school, you like the fuzzy hair GI Joe. Oh yeah, that's the plastic hair. I've never even heard of the new fuzzy hair GI Joe. They have bigger ones, a little bit taller and everything. Those are dolls. Oh, these were all the tall ones, yeah. And uh, you know, and you had the talking GI Joe. Pull the string. Uh huh. Yeah, I had I had talking Mr. T from the A Team. Uh, you know, I had the A Team. Uh, now here's the thing about me: I had the A Team van. I had the van too. And the toys, and I had the Dukes of Hazard car too. Me too. The one thing that I didn't have, mm-hmm. by the way, Soph is he's on fire tonight. He goes, Toys R Us is hilarious because almost everyone went in happy and came out mad. And if you think about that statement, it's true. Yeah. You never got exactly what you wanted. No, you go in there and the, what you wanted was way too much money, so you throw a fit and then they end up getting you something uh, cheaper. And let me tell you where Toys R Us died, the video games. When video games really became big, they blew it. They mm-hmm. could have cornered the market and they so blew it. But, yeah, when it comes to G.I. Joe's, I've never known anything other than the little action figures. Oh, son of a bitch, I forgot another one. Star Wars. I bought the Millennium Falcon. Now, I didn't have the top, but mm. I didn't care. I bought the Millennium Falcon for $0.25 cents at a garage sale. And then I went, like, you know, some years later, and you see where all the retro stuff's making a comeback, and it's like 75 bucks. No, it was like $200, I think. You were never a Ninja Turtle guy, though? Had Ninja Turtles too. Yeah, I had the oh, yeah. van. I had uh, uh, the Casey sewer? Jones. Do you have the sewer base? Oh, the sewer base, yes. of course. Did you have the Panda Samurai? Yes, I, I think I had everything. I even had uh, the Michelangelo head wrap thing, so I could sit there wearing that thing. <laughs> wow! Loser. I had that. I had Leonardo though. <laughs> I had Leonardo too. Did you get the pajamas? Oh, of course. Actually, what I wore most of the time were my Karate Kid pajamas. Uh, <laughs> I had like the, the the rising sun on the back and everything. Here's the one thing that I didn't have that I always wanted. My cousin had it, hmm. and I just beat him up and play with his. Um, the big wheels. Yeah. Where you could get into what's the monster? It was a monster big, truck. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. You could get into them and ride them around. Yeah. Uh, I never had that either. I was stuck with the cheap thing with the pedal. Uh, it was kind of like you a car. You had a tricycle. <laughs> yeah, you well, basically it, had a tricycle with a bigger outer edge. That, that's basically it. And then what, right when my little brother's born, after you know, ten years after I was out of those things, he gets the big wheels right away. Yeah, and that always pissed me off. But the big wheels are great. A uh, mat. That's probably something you never even had a chance with, huh? Uh, my neighbor had it, but I couldn't fit into it because. Let's face it, it was bad. I had bad knees back then, and I couldn't scrunch up that far. The kids would come ride you. Yeah, basically. Instead, yeah, they should have literally played Kong, where you are just coming around, throwing it around, angry. Barbie Playhouse Arr. over their head. Bong Spot Matt in the 407. Hey, i got to agree with uh, Hefe saying the G.I. Joes are in the top five, but he missed the best thing to do with them. What? Soak, soak them in gas and put firecrackers all around and blow them up. Why does See? that not shock me with you, Bong Swat? <laughs> It was the best fun. I only got burned a few times. 
And I would never do that with the G.I. Joes because they were far too expensive to ruin and then you wouldn't have them anymore. I did that with the Green Army Men. Yeah, that's what I was always saying. The Green Army Men, you shoot them with rubber bands, then you set them on fire. By the way, when I was riding my bike out on the uh, trail mm-hmm. over in Avito, I get it was right after 4th of July, the remains of a frog blown up from the inside out. Just somebody sticking a firecracker in there and blowing up the frog. Animals. Joey in the 352. Joey. Yeah, how about the WrestleMania figures? You have Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, which ones? Ultimate Warrior. Which you ones? The big ones that? or the little plastic ones? No, the little plastic. The, the ones that are probably like six inches or so. You, you press down on their back, and when you when you had the ring, they would they, they would you, spring. When you had the, the WrestleMania ring, and and you you press down on the on their back, and they would jump off the top rope. Yeah, well, some of them would jump. Some of them would, uh, you know, they'd have like an arm movement and everything. Yeah. See, I never, ha- I was never into wrestling. I had even the big old rubber ones. So did I. I had, did you have the ring? Oh yeah, the big ring. And I, I had the big ring with I the big rubber ones. I still have those in a closet somewhere in DC. Those go for some uh, serious money now. That's why I haven't thrown them out yet. But I'm too lazy to put them on eBay. <laughs> let me see. Let me go through. Let me think of other things. Um, there are Legos. I already said, Light Bright. Got a lot of good ones on the board, too. So hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Radio! 104.1. Oh. Kicking off Hour 3, it's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, I found something you boys are going to love. What is that? little present for you. There's a uh, Chunks Corolla did some producing. Big man at your my house. I'll bring my guys. You have yours. I've got Junkyard Dog. It's World Wrestling Federation Superstars. I've got Booty's Beefcake. <laughs> Here's Jordan and <laughs> Steel. I've got Great Hammer Valentine. Ricky the Dragon Steel. Yeah. They're so real. And Rowdy Rock Piper. <laughs> Can you tell the difference? Yeah. 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 Wrestling superstars, they're for real. Each sold separately from LJN. Yeah! I remember those. Oddly enough, almost every single name mentioned in that commercial sucked. Except for Roddy Roddy. He was awful. He was great. He was one of my favorites of all time. I hated him. He knew how to run I the still mic. still hate him. <laughs> there you go, J-Dubs. Those are the big rubber ones, too. Oh. He's sending me a whole bunch of these, these retro commercials. <laughs> So go ahead and take the phone calls. I'll mix some of these in. All right. Uh, Sean on the 386. What do you got, Sean? Uh, you ever had one of those uh, Ghostbuster toys, like the car or the foam laser thing? I, I had the Ghostbuster toys. I had the uh, the the uh, thing you rolled out, press the, uh, you put your foot on it. Oh, and you, you had that? Up. Yeah. I definitely had the um, car. I, I had a little Slimer. I had uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I had the, um... I didn't have the Stay Puff, I didn't have the Slimer, but I did have all of the characters, like Venkman and all them. Yeah. And the little twisty where the little wire would go out, and mm-hmm. it was like neon I did. I had that too. Yeah. The, uh, the gun. Yeah. Don't cross the streams. I had the backpack thing, but I couldn't wear it because it was too fat. <laughs> <laughs> I had the backpack. I had all that stuff. I think my I had all that because my dad was a big fan of Ghostbusters, and Get so he would buy me all that. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's another one. All I, right. I forgot that I had this one. You're looking at Cobra's supersonic jet, the Raven. 
Cobra Raven. Cobra Raven. There's no haven from the Cobra Raven. <laughs> Two jet engines, a drop-down cockpit, a hidden bomb port. Now you know it's got twin rear guns and a one-man drone. And it's all built for G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. The Cobra Raven and I was the envy mm -hmm. of everyone. Worst because, lyrics ever. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that goes in tying into the first hour. But um, it was it was it was like a black stealth fighter essentially. Yeah. And it had the little drone that would go off and the drop down. Uh, God damn, that brings back so many memories. See, I, my friend had all the GI Joes, so uh, he lived right across the uh, street. So I'd be able to go over to his place and play GI Joes. He'd come over to my place, play wrestling or uh, He Man. But all these um, are just, like, some of the coolest things ever. Rico in the 407. Hello, guys. How you guys doing? What's up, bro? Hey, bro. Yeah, uh, I remember playing with uh, Thundercats and uh, He-Man. And uh, there was also another line called uh, Captain Powers, the Soldiers of the Future. I don't know if you remember that. I didn't, have, I didn't have those. I don't remember those. Yeah. And that was cool because you could, like, buy the spaceship and you can actually interact with a TV show uh, on the TV. So it was like... Oh, wow. Back then, then I was, like, pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah, here's, now, here's one for um, for the Ghostbusters. I didn't have this one because they were kind of the hacky, gimmicky Ghostbuster toys. I had the mm. original. This is, this is the ones for the Ghostbusters, the, the Saturday morning cartoon. And you know that's what's so funny. That's exactly you as a kid. Mm -hmm. Showed ah. you. Showed you. No, you didn't. <laughs> it's not from the four hundred seven. Hey guys, what's going on? What's hey, up? Uh, I used to have the Lionel sword from Thundercats. Yes, and uh, you, you, you yeah, you press the button and the little red Thundercats uh, logo would uh, light up on it. Yeah, I had I that too. My brother's head, man. <laughs> I broke it on your brother's head. <laughs> Um, somebody tells me, too, that they would always get pissed going into the Toys R Us because they mm -hmm. wanted the Power Rangers, but the mom always got them the cheap one that would break oh, off, the, the, and they never got the ones that would transform into each other. I was I was, I was too out of it for uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, I was already past the whole toy thing. Oh, jeez. All right, here's, um, here's He-Man. You want a little He-Man for you? Of course I do. By the power of Grayskull. He-Man, He-Man. Dragon Walker, Battle Armor, He-Man, and Skeletor and Merman each sold separately. That price is way, He-Man! New Dragon Walker vehicle for use with most Masters of the Universe figures. Action figures each sold separately from Mattel. Is that Dan Aykroyd? It sounded like Dan Aykroyd mm. doing the voice of... That was the only stupid thing about, like, toys like that. Like moving them with your hands, even in the even in the commercial, the kids moving the Skeletor with his hands. At least they didn't lie to you then, though. They they said, "Hey, you're gonna have to move their feet with your hands." Uh, what was that? What was the uh, the uh, remote control cars 
that the little feet, like tiger feet, would come out of them so they could crawl up, like, hills and oh, everything. I think I had one of those. I did, too. You, pre- you you just drove around like a regular car, but then you could press a button, and all these little feet would come out of uh, the wheels, and it would climb up a, a hill or something. I don't know about that. I have no idea. It never worked for me. I think if Chunks can find you the, the commercial for it, I think I know where he's getting those from, and it's on there. Russ in the 407. What's up, Russ? Hey, guys, how you doing? All right, buddy. I uh, haven't heard anybody talk about the Transformers, man. I, I started that off. They were in my original top five, which kicked off this whole thing. Yeah. Um, let me recap my top five for you. G.I. Joe, Transformers, Lego, video games, and toy guns. All those Star Wars toys have to go in there somewhere. But, yeah, Transformers, Optimus Prime, probably my favorite toy as a child of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I remember I I had a a whole bunch of Transformers. I think I still do have them somewhere. I never threw any of that stuff out because my dad always said it would be worth money, but it just doesn't work when you're too lazy to sell them. But Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I broke one of the, like, legs off Optimus Prime, and I remember it was just, like, devastated. Every time I wanted to play with him, it was just, it's broken. I don't want to play with him. I would always break off the flip-up head. I'd try to flip their head up too quick, and it would always break. I also had these, like, little uh, toy cars where you would, like, bash them together, mm-hmm. and, like, the side of it would flip up like you dented it. Yeah. Like, and then you could flip it back down. It looks like a normal car, and then you play, you know, Demolition Derby, and it would flip up again. That was always a main fun one of mine. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041, your secular wireless phones. Marvin in the 407. Marvin. Yeah. Go Hey, man, you guys were talking about the truck with the claws coming out of the tires? Yeah. That thing was called The Animal, man. You remember the commercial? Yeah, The Animal. It used to be like The Animal. Animal. The Animal. animal. Uh, To be fair, isn't that every kid's uh, commercial? Yeah. Yeah, it's just chanting. Right. Just so primal. Here's here's Empire Strikes Back toys. God, I loved these things. Long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Star Wars saga began, and Kenner continues the excitement. Chewbacca's car! <laughs> it's C-3PO that you can take apart, and other action figures each sold separately. Take me to Han Solo and Princess Leia. What happened? Han, Leia, sneak attack. I'm all in pieces. What a mess. Put him down, Chewie. How's that, C-3PO? Wonderful. Han Solo, C-3PO, what and other action then? figures each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Oh, dude, awesome. All right. World's biggest Puerto Rican. In the 352. Uh, so there's another com- uh, congratulations for having a great hideout name. Go ahead. Hey, um, how about Voltron and the Silverhawks? The Silverhawks. I totally forgot about them. I yeah, had that, I had, had Voltron. Awesome cartoon and in the and in the toys were awesome as well. I had Voltron and I was a big fan of Voltron. That's why I hated Power Rangers because it was a Voltron ripoff. Kinda. Hmm. All right, here's the animal truck. Nice. All right, hold on a second. Let me get it re-queued up for you, Matt, or uh, Dubs. Can anything up the animal? The animal. I remember It's a this. big, powerful 4x4, four four. but when the going gets tough, it wears its claws. <laughs> Slime over okay. anything that gets in its way. I'm an animal. I'm an animal. Can anything stop? I'm an animal. Way to the top. 
The animal, each sold separately. Batteries not included. New from Galoob. I'm an animal. That's the big disclaimer. Batteries not included. Works with most. <laughs> Works with most action figures. The animal. The right. beast. The Don says, how come they only had my buddy? They never had a Spanish one set called My Amigo or a black one called My... Mm -mm. What? Mm. What? What? My homie. Oh, or yeah. my player. My player. <laughs> my squirrel, please. All right, I can play his commercials all day. I don't want to, though. Let's not run through the what we got up here real quick. On the board? Yeah. Uh, it's a hideout road radio 104.1 talking about your favorite... Uh, we're going to go rapid fire here. Toys as a, as a kid. Colonel Clink. BB guns. BB guns were so great. Destructive fun. Uh, yes. That actually, I think the Daisy uh, Red Rider pump gun. Does that count? Yes, that is a BB gun. Uh, that was uh, one that some people have been throwing out there too. Mr. Mom in the 386. What's up, guys? Go, hey, brother. Remember the Green Machine? What was the Green Machine? It was the uh, it was the like the big wheel, but you had two sticks that came out the top by the seat where you uh, that was how you would steer like a helicopter. Yes, I do I remember. My kid. I bought my kid the new one, man. It's all metal and stuff, and me and my buddies were on it. We, we messed itself up pretty good. <laughs> oh, sorry, bro. DJ in the 407. DJ. Oh, hey. I said uh, Centurions and the old Chuck Norris action figures. I didn't know Chuck Norris had action figures. No, I was unaware of that. I would have uh, played with them. Right, people are asking me, uh, call that says, which Transformers did you like, animal ones or car ones? That's Joe from the 407. I like the animal ones. Uh, I I always preferred the car and plane ones. Because you had dual... I, I didn't like running around as an animal, as a mechanical animal. I would rather, you know, run around with... A car? The plane. Especially the plane ones the, and the, the Optimus the Prime. The plane and the uh, the helicopter one was yeah, great. they have dinosaur ones or something? Yeah. The dinosaur oh. ones were in that too. Ooh. I don't remember the animal ones. I remember the dinosaur ones in that mm -hmm. whole phase and the uh, trisor... Uh, Triceratops one and all that stuff. Toronto, uh, the T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. Wow, talk about recycling the same gimmick. Jamie in the 352. Uh, yeah, I got two, actually. There was one mask where they were like... The cars. Inside of cars. I yeah. have all of that stuff first. still. Really? I, mean, I even have, like, the little gas station mountain that was their fortress. Wow. It had, like, this little, like, uh... What, what, what did mask stand for? I can't even remember. Mobile Armored Strike Command. <laughs> Damn, give this boy a prize. Give him a prize. You're a winner. Hold on. They had a prehistoric version, too. Nice. Look at him. Just full of all the info. All kinds of knowledge. Give that man a prize for having some information. It's always so much fun. We'll take a break, Dubs. Come back. Hey, you guys, speaking of commercials, mm -hmm. you and Tommy had a little thing um, on there. Yeah, we uh, we we put together some uh, local commercials. This is going to go over two days. Today are the local commercials I found. Uh, there are not local here, but around the country. Because the worst thing, and when we move into a new uh, new city, we always look for that bad commercial that uh, everybody is it's notorious in this market. I wish so, I could get the local one here. It's so it's so awful and and Well when we move on. <laughs> well I don't he's not an advertiser. No. Well not on us, but he is in other parts of the station. Mm. So no. <laughs> uh, is he? Yeah. I think he's talking about a different one. Yeah. He found a different one. Yeah it's oh, really? it's out in Melbourne. Uh oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's a big man. Right, well, Doing maybe. cartwheels. <laughs> 
right, well, maybe then. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with that. Yeah, there's uh, these are local commercials from around the country, the worst I could find. And I'll tell you this, too. Another thing, some some info for those of us that enjoy skipping through the commercials and what they're going to try to do so that we don't get the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. The White Dion says Chunk said to play with GoBots because he was too gay for Transformers. GoBots or Mo. bots? Ha! Ha ha! I suck. Hour three in the hideout. Wednesday just blown by, dude. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff we still need to get to, including some stuff we've kind of saved for after 10 o'clock. Yeah, there's, a, there's actually a local story that I want to get into then, too. That is just disturbing to me. Yeah, we'll talk about that one in just a bit. First, though, did you see that Nielsen, they do the ratings for television. Mm. They're going to start keeping track of the um, ratings for for television commercials. Oh, so how many people stick through them? Right. Wow. Um, so I don't... And I think this is kind of a way... Advertisers are completely scared because of the fact that, you know, oh, if no one's watching, then why are we paying all these rates on NBC, this, that, and the other? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's actually, I tell you this, man, now that I got the DVR, here's what I'll do. If there's a show that I want to watch, I won't watch it live. I'll record it and watch another show. Maybe even two other shows, fast forwarding through commercials, and then go smart, saving time, and then go back and watch the other one, and just speed right through them. Unless it's something that you have to watch live, like a football or basketball game or something like that. There's no reason to. There have been times where I've decided, like for a Maverick game, when I first got it, Mm -hmm. that you know what, I'm just going to record this. We'll go out, we'll do something, we'll go bowling or something, we'll come back, and it'll take me an hour, twenty minutes to. To watch as opposed to three hours. There's something about watching it live, though. No, me. no, I get the exact same exuberance, really, and feeling. In fact, sometimes when I'm giddy, it's even better because I'll fast forward through the free throws. And you can fast forward through that. You can get right back to the action with, through the commercials. You yeah. don't have to wait for all the little uh, banter mm-hmm. and chatter. You know, I prefer that way more. What did you find, J-Dubs? I found uh, some local commercials from around the country. They are some of the worst things that you'll ever hear. I know uh, we've been through different areas, and we've seen some pretty bad ones. But these are some that you and I have never seen before, and they're pretty bad. All right, here we go. This first one is called Mulch Madness. Yeah, Mulch Madness. It's my favorite time of year again, baby. Uh... Look at about Mulch Madness. There's always one team. Shred the hardwood and they deliver the stones like nobody's business, kiddies. All right, let me ask you: Is Dick Vital suing? He and I don't know how some of these uh, these people get away with it. They can't. He's wearing the half uh, half uh, skull cap thing. Aww. Oh no! I yeah. guarantee you. And you can tell it's completely a, a a mask. Yeah, I can guarantee you that if Dick Vital knew about this, he'd be suing. Frankly, so. 
He has a, he's one of those people. He has a likeness where he could sue on that. Talking about a sweetie beanie, Cinderella scored. This kid Freddy's not afraid to hit the hole. He's got stones galore. The standout player in the landscape is my man Dan Meisen. My number one pick in these crazy days. He's a mulch madness. Has to be Hampstead Mulch and Stone. All right, these, <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's another mulch madness on there, too, if you want if you want more of that gold. Alright, hold on. We need deep in the month of magical mulch mayhem. That's why right, kitties, I'm talking about mulch madness. That's the top of my list. Dishing the rock as you wish. It's not even a good impression. If you're looking for dirt or sand, my man Dan's got it on hand. Put it in the bucket, baby. This kid Freddy's here. When you're ready, he'll come to your home with the mulch and the stone. Mulch madness. What the hell? That's what it takes. We're talking about handstand mulch and stone. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I will now, I want to send this to Dick Vitale so that he can sue. I want to try to help. I hate him. I'm not a real big fan of Vitale. But it would help to get all of the uh, the uh, Im- imitators out of there, because that's just more Vitales you have to deal with. By the way, did you, um, I, I completely forgot that there are two NBA summer leagues going on right now. One's mm-hmm. in Vegas, and the other one's right here in Orlando. And so the other day, uh, yesterday, I'm out with Brett Bushy playing at RDV, playing our usual Tuesday-Thursday basketball, uh, just standing there stretching, watching us play. Jermaine O'Neal. Wow. Big-time player for the Pacers. Just hanging out. He, he even, when he was done stretching, he just, like, sat down and was sitting there watching. I'm like, wow. And I was on fire. You're on fire, baby! I hit, like, three three-pointers. Diaper dandy, baby! Although one time, Brett... Bingo, bango! <laughs> Brett Bush did hit me in the head with a pass. No, uh, I wasn't looking. Were you, like, running away from him and he hit you? Or you just weren't, like, to the side I of the was head. looking up for a pass, and I didn't think he was going to get it to me, so I looked down and was going off to set a pick, and it hit me. And I'm like, oh. And O'Neal's just like... Hit the head! Go to bed! <laughs> baby! Um, And then I saw Coach Hill. So there are a lot of NBA guys rolling around town. Nice. Hello to you guys. Um, big fans of the show they are. So here's another one, Dubs. Smoking? What is this one? This one's just kind of a teen PSA, a local teen PSA on smoking. And they go completely kind of 80s with it. Smoking will hurt your lungs. Yeah, right. <laughs> smoking causes cancer. No way, dude. <laughs> oh, God. More than 5 million kids alive today will die early because of their decision to smoke cigarettes. Better check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. <laughs> oh, come on. A message from the Question Why Youth Empowerment Center in Eastern North Carolina. Oh, God. You better check yourself. <laughs> and it's just them smoking in a mirror. Before you wreck yourself. These are some of the worst local commercials from around the nation. And we'll have more of these tomorrow. This is just kind of the tip of the iceberg. This one, Dubs, is food delivery? Yeah, this one is a local food delivery where they'll deliver from any place, you know? And for some reason, they are targeting people with phobias. Some folks are perfect for dinner-to-use food delivery service. To 
have meals from any restaurant in Wilmington oh. delivered to your home or business. Call 1-866-4-D-I-N-R to you. Dinner to you. We feed the phobic. Normal people, too. I think I've even heard of that one before. Where was that one? Uh, That's not a new concept, or like that, that idea for a commercial. I want to say I've seen that somewhere. Really? Uh, that one, I believe, was out of North Carolina. Huh. Okay. Um, straight phone line? Okay, this is a straight phone sex. I, no, not even phone sex, like a meetup type thing. Yeah, like party conversations. Yeah, and these, this one actually uh, encourages you to meet the person on the other line. Right, okay. Hey, what are we doing tonight? Let's call Red Hot Dateline again and get the hot guys over. It's worked before. What's that number? 1-800-700-6666. Call Red Hot Dateline. And make sure you bring a friend. These are Red Hot Girls. <laughs> You're going to love them. Wow. I told you we'd be here. Red Hot works. Call Red Hot now and try it for free. Go wild and try it free. 1-800-700-6666. I love how they're promoting, hey, bring a friend, you know? You know what's interesting? Here's what it should say at the end. Here's the tagline. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame on me. Um, Red Hot. You know what's interesting? Mm -hmm. Remember how the internet was taboo to meet people? Yeah. And now it's essentially a lot the way that people meet each other now. It's like a bar now. Yeah. Phone lines have that same taboo, and they still do. Yeah. There's something creepy about it. A phone line never got over in the way the internet did. Mm -mm. Is it because it's too easy to lie and the internet at least offered photos, or what is it? It's not that it's too easy to lie. There was never... A cheap place to do it. I think, uh, you know, these people are paying so much money to go on there and do this. If you were able to do it for free, I think a lot more people have done it. It would have taken off a lot better. Hmm. I think, you know, if the phone companies are smart, they would have set it up themselves and just got people using up their minutes. And have it be no cost at all. Just use up your minutes and talk to each other. Uh, You know, or I'm surprised that Singular or somebody like that hasn't hopped on the idea of, this is an exclusive. It's free if you're a singular holder. Mm-hmm. Maybe even tying it into MySpace or something. Which, by the way, they're now saying MySpace. This was the claim is the most traffic trafficked. Uh, I don't even think that's the way you say it. Trafficked. Trafficked uh, website uh, in the world. Well, thirty percent of the people who were on the web in the world last month visited MySpace at least once. Damn. Thirty percent. Damn, that son of a bitch, Tom. He was Moxie looking over his shoulder at you. Mm-hmm. Hey. Gay phone line, I guess it's the same thing. Yes, and there was something oh, very no. disturbing about this one visually, and I'll tell you about it at the end. All right. I admit it, I was a skeptic. Sure, I want to meet the right guy, but on the phone? Then I saw Interactive Mail's free offer. I met Rob. It's like he was waiting for me. Interactive Mail connects you to local men 24-7. Chat now, chat live. We'll leave the kind of message you want to the kind of man you're looking for. Meeting someone who's just like he says he is? Now that's worth a phone call. Call Interactive Mail for your free trial. Who's waiting for you? Try it free. Call 910-667-0009. Hold on a second. (laughs) Now, when he's given off that phone number, what they end the whole commercial with, with, what image is on there, one guy buttoning back up his shirt, the other guy laying half naked on the bed. Ah! <laughs> God! I got it, boy. We met on the phone. 
It this. was so disturbing. Is he stuck to the sheets? <laughs> <laughs> they used the phone in foreplay. Let's see. This is the power of Bob Furniture. <laughs> yes. He lowers his prices with the power of Bob. <sighs> this leather sofa dramatically shows the power of Bob. <laughs> Two full recliners at only $9.99. How does Bob do it? It's elementary. I pay cash, only solid truckloads, direct from the factory. Then he unleashes the power of Bob. <laughs> the factory knows if they give me what I need, I will sell it, sell it, and sell it some more. They save money, I save money, and the best part is you save money. That's why it's only $9.99. Now, the power of Bob, the guy, he uh, it was like the cheesiest graphics in the world. He had like lightning coming out of his hands when he's changing the prices down. With the power of Bob. What happened to the smiley face with uh, Walmart? Did they end up getting sued over that? Is that why you don't see the smiley, smiley, the smiley face? The face is still in the stores. But, it, like, in the commercials? It's by every greeter that works there. Mm -hmm. Nice, warm, old person, dentured smile. And now maybe Matt? You don't want to jinx it? I don't want to jinx it. All right, fine, we won't then. I know how you ruined your relationship, but I don't want to ruin your job opportunity. We ruined nothing. Um... Video it's stronger and it just crumbled on its own. Now this is a video game one. Don't say what I wrote down there. This is a video game one, and it's very odd. It's I I, I can't really explain it. You all have to listen to it. Many people don't understand the dangers of buying video games. If you're not careful, you could end up getting shortchanged, ripped off, or you guessed it, hepatitis. Go into the mall to get a game. Still, I got crabs! <laughs> Every day in America, one out of five gamers ends up with an unwanted disease from a corporate chain. Is that legal? Don't let it happen to you. Shop at Red Devil Games in Red Bank, New Jersey. Can you say if you go to a major chain, you're going to get crabs? I don't know, but I like the idea. <laughs> I kind of like the gimmick. It's genius. I need to hear it one more time, but that one actually... What, are they going to sue them? You Red know. Devil Games, man, or Red Bank Games. Many people don't understand the dangers of buying video games. If you're not careful, you could end up getting shortchanged, ripped off, or, you guessed it, hepatitis. I went to the mall to get a game. Instead, I got crabs. <laughs> Every day in America, one out of five gamers ends up with an unwanted disease from a corporate chain. Don't let it happen to you. Shop at Red Devil Games in Red Bank, New Jersey. Are we uh, looking over the f fact that this sounds like it was done by a high school TV class? All of them look like that. All oh. of them have high school type actors. All of them are shot with like a shaky cam. The majority of local television commercials uh, look hack. Yeah. The and graphics I, I are terrible. I don't know why. Because a lot of... Well, I've seen... When I worked in local television for two minutes in Lubbock, Texas, I saw the mm. way they were put together. It doesn't seem like it's come any further. It's just, you know, they go out there, they'll run some footage, and one of the guys there will just piece it together, you know? But throw some graphics over it, something really basic, really cheesy. Yeah, it's, it's nothing, you know, state-of-the-art at all. Not even, like, high-quality footage. Like, the way they tape it isn't high-quality. It's all analog. Handicam. Just about. Mm. That's why your advertising dollars should go to radio. Yes, where it works. Hey, get Chunks in here for a second. Where's Chunks? I um, I know we can't fully discuss it, 
But I do want to talk for two seconds, a little inside uh, Real Radio. What's that? About a meeting with Chunks, Catherine, our program director, um, Erica, the promotions goddess, mm-hmm. and Wild Bill from the third floor, the sales guy. <laughs> he just called, by the way, to say hi. I bet we're doing a good job. Why didn't he go on the air? I love that guy. Just wanted to say hi. He's awesome. You always put him through. Wild Bill gets through. Come in here, Chunks. Chunks and his shadow Napier. Who Napier's doing a fantastic job. It's weird. Napier follows Chunks around, and then Manhole follows Napier around. Yep. Got an odd chain. Yeah. It's like a like duck and her yearlings or whatever they're called. Yeah. All right, so I, I know we can't fully explain what it is, even though we got an a- email about it. Mass. Wild Bill has put together something, and I don't want to say what it is yet, mm-hmm. but it is probably one of the coolest things that we'll ever do in radio. Is this a really the Wild Bill's one of the guys on the on the third floor sales staff that really listens and gets the show mm-hmm. and tries to uh, fit stuff in with us. And so there's this this possibility. I mean, it looks like essentially we can announce it almost at any time once something happens. Yeah. Once the check clears. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something involving us and the monsters, and it's gonna be really really cool. What happened though with you in the meeting with Wild Bill and? Catherine and Erica, the promotions goddess. Well, um... Without giving away too much of what it is. Well, Wild Bill has a very interesting style. No. And, uh, he, he's got he's got good initiative. He'll just go ahead and do something. Uh, unfortunately, for some things like big promotions to happen, you got to tell other people uh, that work in the station, mainly our bosses, that we're doing something. So, um, See, I'm of the opposite. I'm thinking that's where it always gets held up. Anytime mm-hmm. it goes through any sort of management, that's where it stops. So I like Wild Bill just going out there and making it happen. Well, yeah, he did. And then, of course, uh, our boss and Eric, this is the first time they'd heard of this promotion. So we're all in the monster's office. And mind you, Gomer is in the background taking his uh, indecency <laughs> test the whole time. All right, hold on. It's not we're just all in the monster. Uh, it's like our uh, It's yeah. Monster, Burke Show, and our office. Yeah. And or pen, essentially. <laughs> the play pen. Yeah. And Gomer's taking it. First off, he comes in. Catherine, Erica, are sitting there. He goes, who's that over there? Is that the man manhole? And Gomer just <laughs> turns around. <laughs> that's a wild And Bill looks says. at us. And no, that's Gomer. He's been here about uh, a year and a half longer than manhole. Yeah, manhole has, has been here six days. And but Gomer you notice just, how manhole's becoming a star. Mm-hmm. Everybody wonders, where's manhole? After he drank his own vomit last night, why not? Just shakes his head. And then Bill sits down. Um... And he's looking at us, giving us his proposal about what's going on. Mind you, this is the first time myself, Catherine, and Eric have ever heard about it. No, you've heard about this proposal before. I've never heard about all the details. Like we that. all we two days ago we heard about it. We wanted to announce it then. Oh, I was just I didn't. By the way, it is so cool. I'm very excited. I just hope the check clears. So he comes in, and there's a key word to this promotion, and I'll even say it. We will go with uh, midget. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he just comes in the office, like, all right, now with this promotion. Midget, midget, midget. And he says the word three times. Catherine Stoneface, she's being serious. Eric is trying to be serious. I can't help it. I I put my hand in my face and I'm going, oh, God, what is this guy doing? And here's the thing about Catherine, our boss. She's a lot of fun, but when she gets into business mode. Yeah, she, yeah, she can be a fun girl, but when we're talking business, we're talking business, and she doesn't want a whole lot of messing around. Yeah. And, I know, mean, she could stone face Daniel and Blackbean. Just, you know, mm-hmm. they could sit there and do their antics, and it's not going to happen. And, you know, he's got, 
he's got his mindset of how he's selling, and she's got hers. You know, they both want different things. You know, they come from different angles to the the situation. So Catherine asked along the lines of question if he had some paperwork. You know what I mean? And if all uh, uh, everything was broken down. Yeah. And- yeah, and uh, how everything was broken down. And he holds up this wrinkly piece of paper. <laughs> it's, like, it's got coffee stains on it, and it's all—he's like, it's right here. It's all clarified, right here. And he's just banging it, and he's got this crazy look in his face. And he stands course, he's up. Wild at, Bill. He stands up at this point, and Catherine, uh, Eric, and myself are just staring at him, standing up, starting to jump up and down, <laughs> holding this piece of paper that he has. <laughs> and he goes, "This is great." I'll tell you what, the hideout, they're extreme. What we're doing here, this is extreme. Hideout, extreme. Extreme hideout. It goes together like a hand in a glove. And he's just sitting, and this is how, what did he say? Because we also wanted to get something. He was in charge of getting another bowling league. Oh, yeah. And he goes, he goes, that's not extreme. He goes, bowling is for old men who have to wear diapers. You don't need that. That's not hideout. This is hideout. And he goes back to hold up the ratty piece of paper that's chewed off in the corner. It's all ripped apart. That he's been just showing to everybody. I'm sure he pulls off at gas stations and shows them. What I have right here. The whole time, I'm trying to, I'm just sitting with my hand in my face. Now, mind you, this is probably going to be the coolest promotion we've gotten while at Real Radio. Mm -hmm. It is. It's very very exciting. So then the meeting goes on. Uh, he does his crazy rant, and Catherine and Eric, all right, thank you very much. Uh, they walk out, and Bill's still, and he goes, hey, I think we got him right where we want him. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, man? He's like, that was real good during the meeting, buddy. I think we got him. We got our point across. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, I, I barely, he's like, that was a good strategy you employed. I, I just... I was just sitting there the whole time, trying not to laugh. Yeah. He goes, that's the way to do business. We'll show him. And he gets the big, crazy eyes again. Is it, wrong, like, is it wrong that I love having this guy on our side? He's wonderful. Yeah. And then he leaves again, and he goes, what's your name? Gom- Gomer. And Gomer's just shaking his head. Yeah. Because, you know, Gomer's mad now that he's associated with manhole. manhole. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Goes, I'm yeah. sure that's the last he's thing. He's homo-hating Gomer, of it's course. It's a pleasure to meet you. And, like, grabs Wild Bill's hand and gives it that, you know, that, that alpha man yeah. shake where you're just trying to show up who's boss. And Wild Bill gives it right back. He doesn't back down. <laughs> and for a few seconds... Oh, God, of, imagine that stare down. Yeah, exactly. They're just staring at each other like two dogs ready to at it. <laughs> and they're shaking unnecessarily. It's rough. And he goes, all right. I'll see you. We'll talk about this later. And then just walks out. Yeah, and then he just walks out. I'd love to get the gossip. Is there any gossip about Wild Bill that you heard? Or no, because he's he's on the hideout side. Let's put it this way. Someone who supports us as much, how do you think they'd be treated? Okay, then yeah, they hate him. Yeah. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Don't forget, you can get your uh, Phillips Files second annual Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament slot. Auctioning them off. Right now, call 407-916-REAL. Minimum suggested donation of 150 The person with the highest donation amount gets a slot. It's for Saturday, August 12th. The Ballroom of Church Street. Um, Proceeds go to the Mustard Seed. 
Best player at the tourney gets a cruise for two aboard the World Poker Tour. Uh, I'm going to say champ at sea. Or maybe it's camp. Yeah, I think it's camp at sea. But um, call now, 407-916-REAL. Again, minimum suggested donation amount, 150. Call now, heretics. Light them up. All right, Dubs, there are a couple of stories that I want to share with you. I know you really want to get to that local story, but I kind of feel a little bit better talking about that one after 10. Yeah, that, that's what I figured. Um, so another thing that I would like to go to is something that uh, Tommy had passed along to me. What's that? What's the, What do you think the dirtiest restroom is? What do you mean? Male uh, or female? No, no, no. Well, I mean, you go that angle, but I'm talking about, like, as far as a place goes. Okay, like restaurant, bar, right. uh, home. Uh, I would say bar. Has to be a bar. I'd say porta potty. No, rest uh, like a like a rest area. Ah, okay. More than a convenience store. Ooh, no! I the one next to Big Cheese was terrible. Gas station and convenience store. The the Seven Eleven over by Thurston's on mm-hmm. Seventeen Ninety Two. I accidentally had to go into that closet. Filthy. Just filthy. Like, I'd never seen anything grimier, except I got another one for you. How about at a 24-hour breakfast joint? Like an uh, IHOP, yeah. a Denny's, a Waffle House? Yeah, they don't it, get much scummier than those. At 4 a.m.? Any 24-hour food place at, like, 4 a.m. after the drunkards are done and gone home? That is the worst. Now, have you ever had to buy a condom out of one of those places? <laughs> no. You just feel like an animal? No. So they're pumping quarters into that thing? I wouldn't trust that. Well, a woman gave light up. gave birth to a, a child, obviously, in a bathroom. At what I consider probably has to be right up there, at a Walmart bathroom. Okay. Yeah, I've been into some pretty decent ones and some just terrible ones. Now, here's the thing. She's 21 years old. She went shopping with her grandma, and she went into the bathroom. Well, apparently, as it turns out, she didn't know she was pregnant. How do you know you're pregnant? How do you drop a baby in a bathroom and not knowing you're pregnant? Six pound, one ounce. That's way too big to not know. And she's like, I had no pain, no nothing. <laughs> of course. Whore. Now, they have called the kid. It's baby Kaylee, but they've given it a nickname. It's cute. Any any guesses, Dubs? Oh, none that I can say. <laughs> How about Marty? Oh, Walt oh. Marty. Walt Marty. <clears throat> they could have found a better section to do it in. Yeah, so, like uh, go over to like the the homeware or whatever it is. Yeah. Now, do you think you could deliver a baby? Sure. If you had to. Yeah, why not? All you do is pull the sucker out and cut the cord. Do Would you want to see your chick give birth? No. I want nothing to do with that. I, I don't want that part. Like I, It just seems like that part of her, mm-hmm. if I saw that, would be forever ruined to me. Other guys, apparently, it's like this whole, hey, this is part of the, you know, the circle yeah. of life. Stupid and, hippies. And it's beautiful, and it changed my life. I'm thinking they're into some weird stuff. Because there's no way. I'll stand out in the uh, waiting room and hand out cigars. That'll be my thing. 
I could be in the room. No. Here's what would bother me. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that little devil coming out. The hearing, and then almost like the smell. Oh. In this case, you'd be standing at layaway, handing out cigars. <laughs> yeah, right. Swisher sweets. <laughs> Here, I'll get you an icy too. Black and milds. <laughs> So I was just wondering about that. And that's the other big thing, too, about how do you not know? Yeah, that you're pregnant. Right. And that you're about to have a baby. You, I, what do you think it is? Just a really big one? You know, you just got to drop a nice deuce? Right. You know, if it was mixed, you might have tried to flush it. Stop. You're so... You never know. such an animal. You never know. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Hi, it's Jada from The Hideout, here to raise awareness on an ongoing problem in the world today. It's ear rape. Ear rape occurs when you listen to radio DJs with fake voices try to be edgy and then hide behind the new follow-up voice song. Ear rape is a real problem, created by real douchebags. But you don't have to be a victim. There is hope. The Hideout is your center for ear rape prevention. Please tell your loved ones of this widespread problem and have them listen to The Hideout to keep their ears safe from the raping that will happen by channel surfing. They will thank you. This makes me think of the uh, Joanna Angel porn now. This is their theme song in one of them. Is it? Yeah. She hates us now. Does she? I think so. She won't return any of her calls. Aw. I don't understand that. We were, we were the first one to ever have her on, you yeah. know? And so we did a little bit with her because we talked to her a couple of times. We did inside the porn actor studio. We thought we were friends. I guess that's our mistake. Hmm. Get a call, Dubs? Yeah, let's go to Anthony in the 407. What's up, What's up guys? Hey, bro. <laughs> um, when you guys were talking about that whole father being in the room when the baby's born, mm-hmm. how that's all, like, hippie bullshit. Well, Can't say that, man. I, uh, hold on. Right, no, don't even hold on. Okay. Just enough. <sighs> Can't make, do that. Can't you swear words? Stop. I would love for you to be able to, but can't do it. Idiot. Hey, really quickly, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there is... You're always cashing in. Always cashing in. Mm-hmm. There's this lady who is... Uh, her mission is to better serve the Christian community. Of course. Problem with that? By using condoms, lube, and vibrating panties. What do you mean? She is the mother of two and runs a sex website for married Christian couples. This is for people who wanted to spice stuff up in the bedroom, but didn't want to go to a store and were offended by pornographic pop-up uh, ads on some online shops. Well, if you're on, if you're looking for condoms and everything, wait, or not condoms, but uh, vibrators and stuff, why? Would See, you be offended by the pop-ups? Now, that's my thing. That's basically I, I what's popping up. I would think a vibrator or you know, a sex toy mm-hmm. would be more offensive because it's not natural as opposed to, as opposed to pornography. Yeah. yeah. You'd think that would be much worse. 
Um, also, Any name of the toys? Are they actually, you know, they didn't, the dumps back up? So is there a come on, you faithful? <laughs> Dude. No, we got to dump that. What's wrong with you? What? It's a song. No, it's the... Jesus. It's a hymn. I don't care if it's a hymn or a her. <laughs> Oh, really? Can you isolate that? <laughs> Count to make sure we got it all now. Huh? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Okay, so there's a story that you wanted to talk about that you've been waiting to talk about. What is it? Uh, yeah, I guess over in Leesburg, uh, a summer camp. Virginia? No, uh, I guess this is a Florida story. Mm-hmm. They uh, had... A summer camp where three boys from the ages of six to eight were caught uh, using their mouth with each other at the camp. Um, I guess this is where they were hiding behind a slide or underneath a slide or something. No. Isn't that what was going on? They were like underneath a slide? Were they? I thought they were in their their, uh, area. I guess this was part of to be in the... Oh, yeah, they were uh, they were outside underneath a slide. And this was to get into the club. <laughs> what? That's a hell of a club. Right. What is it, the Parliament Club? House. Ah. So I guess the parents are livid. <laughs> they want heads to roll because <laughs> they did not understand how... How... The kids could learn this behavior. Um, well, I guess it was one kid that uh, came up with the idea, and the rest of them just went along with it. That's what they're saying. At that age, do you run along with that idea? No, absolutely not. Because here's the thing. Um, now, does that make you gay? By the way, are, the, are these kids gay for life now? I mean, they did perform. Sex acts with other men. I'll tell you, the percentage would be higher than Shaq's free throw percentage. I would say it's a good 70. 70% that they are, they will end up being gay? Yeah. And they're almost kind of gay because they committed the act. Yeah, I mean... They, Even they, though they didn't know it, they kind of have it. They would. They crossed that bridge without even knowing. But what, what's wrong with the kid who brings it up? Hey, guys, let's do a daisy chain. Right. Want in this club? I'm gonna need you to do a few things for me. So here's the thing, though. Um, have you ever been propositioned by uh, by other men? Yeah, like any sort of a gay proposition. Yeah, I've had one majorly gay, majorly uncomfortable proposition. A kid I went to high school with, probably a year younger than me. We were riding out to somewhere in a car. I'm driving. He's in the passenger seat. He's excited and removes his pants and asks me if I want to take care of him. What? I had no idea, really. Uh, I'm like, not particularly. <laughs> He's like, oh, and he puts his pants back on. What? And, Just like that? Yeah, he was embarrassed. He thought for some reason I'd be into it. I wonder. Why? Why would I be into it? Hmm. And we had an hour left in the drive. 
This is why. Dashboard confessional. Dude, where were you driving to? <laughs> On his way to a job interview. <laughs> I, it was it was a long ride out to I believe a wrestling tournament. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, freestyle season, so it wasn't like. Is with that the what you called it? <laughs> well, he wanted me to grapple it, so I'm sitting there for another hour with him uncomfortably, and then I have to ride back with him on top of that. What do you do at that point? Like, how do you? Like, how uncomfortable is it? Extremely, and I'm just sitting there like I won't. I'm looking forward driving. I'm not looking at him at all, and he's like looking out the other window. The whole time he actually thought, "Hey, this is gonna work." He's and, facing the other way, right? And, and like after a no, and, <laughs> a, and a half hour later, he's like, "You aren't gonna tell anybody, are you?" You should have blackmailed him. How much money? How much money you got? I I didn't want anything to do with this kid ever again. Because he could lie and say the same thing that uh, I did that to him. Uh, you know what? I think you're lying. I think you actually did it. No. And this is your little story. Why would I? No. Just because I like dashboard confessionals doesn't mean I like the proposition dudes. <laughs> Mo. Mo. What, you're saying you've never been propositioned? We're here. Rate me once, shame on you. Rate me twice, shame on me. Uh, well, Justin, uh, we'll talk about your job opportunity after the show. I, I don't know if that is a gay proposition. Yeah, Dubs once went on a job interview <laughs> where it was... I it ended up being a date with another man. There was a music uh, director, and uh, I had been you know, emailing him back and forth for a while trying to get a job. Because I was out of work for a while. It was on a dating website, which is the odd thing. <laughs> no, it was through the station. And oh, no, it was on that phone line we played earlier. <laughs> and he walked out. Give me two seconds. I was going for it. <laughs> and he, at, at the end, he walked out, buttoned up his shirt, yeah. But uh, we went to, uh, he's like, yeah, we'll talk about the job and everything. Job at the radio station. Uh, and uh, we'll, I, I have some tickets to this concert and everything. I'm going up there tonight. So we'll just go hang out and uh, you know, see how it works out. <laughs> It'll be out, but not hanging. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the Strokes and the White Strokes concert. Oh, God. Oh, that one alone. And we're sitting there. Yeah, this is just right there in the title. <laughs> and we actually, his the, the station is out there, you know, that he works for and everything. And I'm standing X. there. I, yes. And I'm standing out there. Canadian station? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's introduced me to all the people there. It's a real music weekend. <laughs> and I realize that I'm kind of getting introduced to all these different people as like the new guy. <laughs> You're the new stud. And we hey. go watch the uh, concert and everything and. He has his leg pretty close to mine. Aww. I can see it scooting over, knees touched. I'm getting really uncomfortable. And then he pulled down his pants. <laughs> and I don't know if he could drive stick. Again, we met in Greek Town of Detroit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I had to wait for, uh, you know, I had to ride back to Greek Town with him. Oh, that's what you call it. <laughs> Stop it. Mamacita. Muddy Rose to Greek Town. 
Wasn't he Latin? No. 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 <laughs> he was a white guy. Hey, and he wants me to go out for drinks with him afterwards. Right, hold on a second. I think we actually have... You took a mini disc recorder along with you. And uh, here's a little bit of that. I admit it. I was a skeptic. Sure, I want to meet the right guy, but on the phone? Then I saw Interactive Mail's free offer. I met Rob. It's like he was Friends. waiting for me. Interactive Mail connects you to local men 24-7. Chat now. I guess chat that guy works across the, the street. the kind of message you want. It's the kind of man you're looking for. Meeting someone who's just like he says he is? Now that's worth a phone call. Call Interactive Mail for your free trial. It's the same it's dashboard back and forth Try to each free. other. Call 910-667-0009. Oh, oh, oh. Nine inches. Um, Less manly in the 407. It's Les Manley. How you guys doing? How's it going, bro? J-Dubs, fess up now. You know it was you that propositioned me. Go with the bit, man. Finish it out. Can't do it. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Good try. Not good enough, though. Yeah, he, he had something good there. Um, Work it, though. In his pants? <laughs> so, I have a story. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if mine's as bad as yours. I should have told mine first. I have a few encounters, I guess. Now that you look back on your life, mm -hmm. take a little gay inventory. <laughs> check, check. The Date hideout. Check. Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. White stripes is something that uh, he wanted. <laughs> Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. I remember now. I have another uh, gay proposition. Hour four. Four of seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one singular wireless phone. If you want to admit to your gay proposition, uh, no, <laughs> don't. Why? Uh, just hang back tonight and listen to our stories. So here's why. This actually kind of came up because. Um, I guess in Leesburg, three kids. Yeah, some children are um, in trouble for. Not really in trouble. They're just trying to figure out what was going on. Boys are performed acts on each other underneath a slide to get into the club mm -hmm. at this camp. I had something similar um, propositioned because we wondered, does that make them gay? Mm -hmm. I uh, my dad was dating this chick at the time, and she had a uh, a kid that was my age. A boy. And I was like, I think it was this age, like eight or something. And Saucy. I remember the kid being odd. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it was, but he he just, he struck me as an odd kind of kid. And so I guess, I didn't even think about it, but I guess my dad was having a sleepover, so we both were. I didn't even think about it that way until later. Um... But it was one of those things, and you're young, you know, you don't think about it like that, and we were just, you know, one, like, you know, queen-size bed or whatever, so we were sleeping Woo! in... Asses. So we were what kind of size bed? Queen. <laughs> Biggers. Hello! So we were sleeping in the same bed. Elton John sheets. <laughs> and I remember him propositioning me. When you left, did he say goodbye, Yellow Brick Road? <laughs> he, was, he was like, um... Hey, you know, mm -hmm. do you, he didn't say it in these words, but it's kind of like one of those, do you want to experiment? 
show me mine, show you, you know, show me yours, that kind of stuff. What you packing? Did he All call ever, you? Did he call you your little tiny dancer? All I ever needed was the a long time to get I there. I know. I'm sorry. And I um, and I just remember like at that time, like no, I was like no, I'm like not interested. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I know. And, and you never know how to react to those things. Like I remember, I, I like, remember my reactions. Like no, nah, I'm good. Well, I did. And remember we were talking about toys earlier. Like mm. I mean, this was one of those cases where it's like I'm bringing over my GI Joes. <laughs> I'm, you know, Transformers. I thought we were going to play that. This one's kind of cute, you know. And I, I remember even, like, I was like, hey, I'm going to sleep on the floor. So, like, I even, like, got out of the bed and slept on the floor that night. Now, maybe because by that point I had already been molested by my female babysitter. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of knew what the whole sex thing was about. And I already knew that I guess I was into chicks, you know. I don't know what. But I just remember at that age being struck you know, with, uh, no, I'm no thank and not at all. Sorry. I don't know if this is what you've had planned this whole time. And luckily my dad had ended up breaking up with that chick later on. Not, I don't think he ever found out. I never told him, mm-hmm. but I do remember it being very odd and very awkward. Did you ever go over there again? No, maybe like one other time, but it wasn't to spend the night. It was like, mm-hmm. we're just going over there. And then after that, it kind of all dissolved. I just remember being very put off. My other one, uh, and these are just coming all back to my head, uh, when we moved out here. Uh, we moved out here? Yeah. Remember? the uh, My uh, my neighbor, one of my neighbors, and the gay proposition. Oh, yeah. How he, did I forget about that one? He uh, he comes over, like, because he's uh, said hi to me a bunch and everything, and I'm hey. out getting my mail or something. Do and, I get some more mail? <laughs> and he, wa- he walks over to me, and every time I saw him, I tried to get away from him anyway, because I knew, you know, there was something very awkward about the whole situation. Does he still live in the complex? I haven't seen him in a while, but he may. Hey, you know, you don't need a key for my mailbox. <laughs> Uh, and he, uh, he comes up to me and goes, Hey, I was wondering if you wanted to come over this Thursday, uh, maybe get drunk, smoke some weed, fool around. I remember this. <laughs> and my, my reaction to it wasn't, no, it was, I'd love to, but. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, I, I think about in my head, I'm like, I would love to, but. Did you really what? say that? Yeah, what kind of reaction is that? And so that didn't put I'm him off at along. all. Yeah, yeah, he just thinks later on, maybe if you're not busy watching Desperate Housewives, you'll have the opportunity. Dubs, you showed me the guy when we were downtown for St. Pat's. He was just yeah. jogging right by. and like, oh, he's kind of fit, though. <laughs> taking his yeah, honor. We saw him at St. Patrick's Day uh, running around downtown with short shorts on. <laughs> John Stockton story. <laughs> oh, uh, I know Matt has been propositioned. I didn't get propositioned. I basically got molested in front of my family. <laughs> well, one was molested. The other one was propositioned. Well, the molestation one is I was on the cruise when I was 11. Mm. And all this, both of these stories happened when I was 11. Apparently, that was my peak year. Right. And uh, <laughs> it was this waiter, and I would sit in the table with my entire family and he wouldn't touch anyone else, not my aunts, not my uncles, my other cousins, except for me. He would put down the little pitcher of tea, kind of massage my shoulders, <laughs> like clap together, like clap my arms, and just kind of, you know, he would, he would 
like pet my head sometimes too and just walk away and uh then he'd bring my food and when he would put down his plate he'd kind of bring his arm across my chest just a little bit <laughs> and Aww. my uncle saw this and he saw me getting uncomfortable and he brought the little you know polynesian waiter aside and like, you don't do that again and it was Jay's dad. And he's an uh, Air Force drill sergeant. Yeah, Jay, Don't your you dirty cop uh, cousin. And he loves telling that story to everyone I know. <laughs> Me getting molested in front of my family. Uh, now, the other one was you walking in Fredericksburg. No, it was me walking in Frederick. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> shocker, I knew the McDonald's manager. So <laughs> oh, I knew yeah. this guy was just full of crap. So, uh... Me and my friend are walking down the street, and this guy that looks like the uh, main guy from Bay Bay's Kids <laughs> comes driving up in a Cadillac. And uh, Harris? Um, I don't know. He kind of fell off after that movie. He died. Oh. Oops. <laughs> he never went downhill. See, yeah, he fell off. He never capitalized. <laughs> and uh, he just kind of opens the door, leans out, and said, uh, you guys look like you like to eat. Um, uh, you know, I'm the manager down at McDonald's. Hey, fat boy. I can, have, I can, uh, you can come down right now. We can, you know, have a burger, have a milkshake or two. I get a discount. Oh. And I know one of my friend's dad was the manager down there. And I'm like, I know you're not yeah. the manager. And I just run away and my friend's left standing there. Do you realize that you've been hit on by more men than girls? Yes. Now, yeah, you're right. <laughs> But when I was 11, that doesn't... Yeah, well, maybe this time on the Monster Cruise, a nice Polynesian boy, uh, boy waiter. Boy man. I was the same height as him, too, when I was only 11. Tommy, you had a story? I, I told this one on air, and I don't even know 100% if it was, but it seemed that last year, it was last summer, probably around this time, I was out walking my dog, and then I noticed this guy pulled up, he had Virginia plates, and he said something about my dog or whatever, and we started talking. I go, so you're from Virginia? And he's like, yeah, from the Richmond area, blah, blah. And, and it was summer, so I had my shirt off because it was really hot last year. <laughs> and, uh, whatever. You shut up over there. Slats. Thanks. <laughs> Working out a bit. And then um, he goes, yeah, well, I live right there. And, like, points to his apartment. And I'm like, Okay. And he's like, so if you just want to come over sometime and hang out. Yeah, your proposition. No man come on asked, over. No man asks another man for that unless he wants some action. And, and I don't remember. I think the guy moved because I haven't seen, because it was like a real nice car mm-hmm. that he had. And then, but now I don't talk to any guys at that apartment complex just in case it's him <laughs> with a different car. I, anybody, I'm like, mm, white guy, I'm just going to look down at the ground. <laughs> I uh I got a similar story. Yes, sea lion. <laughs> I was uh I was at this bar and it, well, I have... was on the other side of it. <laughs> Dressed as a sailor. They have one of those bathrooms where it's uh, a regular toilet and a urinal, but like two people will use it as a time. Yeah. What? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a small bathroom, but like a trough. Almost like that. But this guy comes in and just starts talking, and that's uncomfortable anyway. Like when a guy starts talking to you while you're in the bathroom. And he's like, uh, telling me that he's from New York, and then, uh, and I was like, getting ready to go, because I'm already mad, uncomfortable, and he's like, so, yeah, uh, you want to, like, uh, hang out with me or something? Have some beers? I was like, ooh, gotta go. Peace. See, Sorry. that's the thing. I'll never even, like... should have taken him up on that, man. Invite people to, like, hang out or have a drink, just for the fear of that. Yeah. It's not something I want to, I don't know, 
It's like, it just seems like it's completely unnecessary. It, yeah, the whole thing. It, it's uncomfortable. I mean, if you're already, like, if we're at work and we're heading out for drinks or something, saying, like, uh, SBK rolls through, hey, do you want to run out with us? We're going to have a beer. That's fine. But if you seek, like, Cabin Boy out and say, hey, do you want to just go, me and you, have some drinks? Cabin Boy. <laughs> Under suspicion. <laughs> Let's arm wrestle, dude. <laughs> Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. So, Bean, would you like to have some one-on-one time, a few beers? We'll just hang out at my place. Right. So, anyway, I guess that happened uh, here in the neighborhood. Dubs, if you want to stay in shape, try sleeping in. I do. I can wake up till 1230 today. Apparently, there's something about sleeping in that can lower... Especially, I guess, as children, uh, researchers found that youngsters who slept 8 to 10 hours per night had three and a half times higher risk of being overweight than a similar group who slept 12 to 13 hours nightly. 12 to 13 hours? Dude, it's impossible. You, well, do you remember when you were a kid? I never slept. And how easily you could sleep, like, 12, 13 hours? I couldn't. I was one of those kids that would only sleep about six hours a night. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I could sleep forever. I mean, it would be so incredibly easy to sleep forever. I just, I, you know, I, I don't know how young we're talking here, but, like, when I was, like, 13, 14, I was working, going to practice and school. So I'd go, you know, six hours at a time to sleep. I, I told you the time when I was in high school, man, and I was, like, borderline anorexic and... I worked out three hour, you know, three times a day, and I, that was with baseball practice and everything. And I would get up at six o'clock in the morning to work out. I would literally fall asleep at seven mm-hmm. and miss nine o two one o and all the cool stuff in high school, all the shows, because I was so worn out that I'd have to get like eleven hours sleep, otherwise I'd be useless. I would never go to bed till like one a.m. And then like for wrestling, we had morning practices too, where we'd have to be there at six. And I would never make it to that practice because, for some reason, me and the guy who uh, went in together would just get really high and end up going to breakfast. What? <laughs> Every morning, we'd be like, all right, we're going to go today. And then he'd pull out a joint, and we'd smoke it, and we'd be like, eh, let's go to Follerable Farms and have some breakfast. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're such a slacker, man. I know. I got up, though. I woke up for that practice. I feel like it's good enough. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Very long time. We call it the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. It's your chance to be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, here we go. Hideout Headlines Game Show. What categories do you have tonight, Napier? I got the standard ones. World, national, local, sports, entertainment, strange. And it can be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Tonight it's all true or false or multiple choice. So you didn't work hard. (laughs) You didn't work hard for a fill in the blank. Well, fill in the blank is pretty much the same as true or false. You know, you just cut a part out of it. All right, Napier. Fine, I, I, I can make a one of the true or false. No, or I don't false, want you uh, trying to go on the fly. The okay, uh, right. Some of the things we have, pair tickets to Combat FC going on 
this Saturday at the UCF Arena. $20 gift card to Johnny's Phone Station. Pair of tickets to the X and the Rollins Band at the Hard Rock Live. Ticketmaster.com. Weeds, Season 1 on DVD. I won that earlier this week. Nice. Um, Sound of the Underground Tour. So a lot of prizes up for grabs with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. By the way, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Have to thank our good friends over at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Uh, sofa Love Seat, just four ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road four thirty six in Castleberry, next to Sam's Club, four zero seven three three two thirteen fourteen. Get caught up with the headlines, win some prizes. Here's Ari in the three eighty six. We're going to start off with you. World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange. Let's go uh, world. Here's world. world news. World is true or false? Police in Amsterdam are, lo- are looking for a burglar who steals used tampons. True. Yes. All right, is it really stealing if it's trash? Well, like he's diggling, uh, digging through uh, a... <laughs> he's digging, digging through a bunch of people's like trash and stuff. It's like some weird, creepy 40-year-old dude digging through like college chicks stuff. Insert this! And do they have any motivation or thought of what it's for? Well, like, for a special a... tea or what? He's apparently Wacky like... Wacky wall climbers. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently for what? Candy cane. Apparently. Candy cane. Apparently for what, Napier? Oh, he's just like got a fetish or something. Hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Thank you for the info. I'd there. like a little more info as to why some guys are around collecting uh, used pawns. Who's next, Dubs? David in the 407. David, you, uh, you got uh, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange? Which category? Give me sports. Sports. Right. Sports is multiple choice. Is it now? White, yes. White Sox player Mark Burrell was running late to the home run derby, and the guard did not believe he was a player. What did he use to prove that he was? A, a driver's license, B, a World Series ring, C, a Wheaties box, or D, a picture of him with the rest of the team? Uh, B, World Series ring. That is correct. Congratulations. You're a winner. Hold on. Two winners. A little easy when it's just true, false, and multiple choice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Star prize blowout. <laughs> All right, here we go. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Hideout Headlines Game Show. National, local, entertainment, and strange left on the board. Al in 352, what do you want? Yeah, let's go with uh, strange. All right, strange. Strange is multiple choice. Scientists in Pittsburgh have been working on a way to reanimate mammals for up to three hours after they've been clinically dead. What kind of animal have, have they been working on? Dolphin. A, dog, B, cat, C, goat, or D, monkey. Or E, chunks. Dolphin. Oh, God, chunks sounds right. <laughs> now, how about uh, uh, B, cat? I'm sorry. What is it? A dog. dog. Bring dogs back to life. Yeah. Have we not Pet seen cemetery. movies? Yeah, I mean, it, have we like... not watch enough movies and see the horrible things that could go wrong? Yeah, why don't they just bury them in an Indian burial ground? Yeah. Kind of makes me think of Resident Evil. You know how they have Yeah, the, uh, Resident Evil, Pet Cemetery, any of those. It just seems like a stupid-ass thing to do. Here's the thing, though. I think we should try it with your cat. My cat? Why? I could probably bring her back to life. I know a special technique. Let's kill her and give me three hours to bring her back. If not, I'll dispose of her for you. No. It's Simple. So- Straight to the point, no. It's for science, my friend. <laughs> I hate science. Hmm. Can't even spell it. Mm-mm. Who's next? 
I think there's a silent H in there somewhere. Uh, Tom in the 321. What do you got, Tom? Which category you want to go with? Uh, we got local. Yeah, local's up. All right. Local is actually multiple choice. Um, a toddler and her grandmother were hit by a van today in Oakland Park. How was the van taken off of them? A, moved by an elephant from a local petting zoo. B, it was hit by a larger van. C, six men lifted it and moved it. Or D, it was lifted off them by a helicopter. Um, let's go with uh, B. What was it? It was C. Six men had to actually lift and move a van. Wow. That seems like a horrid story. Why do you get to bring down the news? Mm-hmm. We can't do something fun. It's local. You, can, you should find some uplifting stuff going on in the neighborhood, like uh, three young boys at yeah. a camp. Exactly. Something uplifting. <laughs> oh, man. A-Rod in the 407. You're left with what, uh, entertainment? Uh, entertainment, sure. Okay, here we go. Entertainment is true or false. Comedy Central has decided to re-air the South Park Scientology episode. Uh, true. Yeah. It's up for a uh, Emmy. Emmy. From what I understand. Mm-hmm. Is that it for the headlines game show? Yeah, pretty much. That was all the categories. Yeah. <laughs> Golly, name Now I remember why we stopped doing it. Yeah. Your delivery. I was ready. Atrocious. I was like, all right, fun show, blah, blah, blah. Down flames, man. What are you doing to us? Why don't you go vomit? Can you vomit just to save the, save the bit? Save okay. the segment? Here you go. Here's no! A, here's a trash can. If only manhole was here to drink it, mm-hmm. like last night. Hey, let me hear you vomit. Not here. Yes. No, here. right there. It's a... Hold on. Give him a second. I <laughs> give him a second. I don't care what you want. I don't have anything in my stomach. I can't pull up anything that's not there. Oh. Yeah, Dubs is going to give you some what? What is that? Water. Co- coffee? Uh, oh, is it really throwing up if it's just water? That's yeah, how it's coming back up. I maybe you can bring some stuff with it. It's basically spitting. It's osmosis. Well, that's pretty much the same thing with the Slurpee yesterday. All right, go ahead. It's not wanting to come up. Aw, You drank my water for nothing? Jeez, man. Come on. <clears throat> come on, be somebody. There's a lot of hep on that cup you might want to throw. <laughs> yeah. You don't want my... Dis- oh. Oh. <laughs> Better. That's all you got? Eh, it's kind of <laughs> like the Headlines Game Show. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Real, It's a hideout row radio 104.1 wrapping it up on a Wednesday night. What a prize. I know. Oh, God. I don't think it's his. <laughs> uh, Just likely not to be. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Seriously, that's Brian Pepper's all grown up. <laughs> um, so, Dubs... Kind of on. I can't look at this picture. It creeps me out. What a weirdo that guy is. 
The eyes follow you. Yeah. It's like the Jesus painting. Mona Lisa, I thought. Whatever. Moms prefer smell of their own baby's poop. Do they? Makes sense. I don't think you should prefer it either way. Well, they say the reason is, is there's something in the biological like part of a mother where she can't be result, uh, re- repulsed by her kid's poop because she has to take care of the kid. So, like, they even, like, mixed up the dirty diapers, and the mom still, not Ew. knowing which poop was theirs, you know, was like, hey, that's the good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that home. There's the Cinnabon. Um, but, yeah, so that's, like, one of the ways that, you know... It's I mean, like I nature, gu- I guess, evolution at its, you know, its best. I guess it's true because I enjoy my own stench, but someone else's I can't stand. Everybody loves the smell of their own brand. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, too, I mean, like, sometimes you'll even recognize a smell or it's similar and it's pretty close, but just because it's not yours, it's not good enough. Yeah. Like, you know you guys have eaten the same stuff. But for some reason, Most, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, I, you and I have been talking about this for a long time. We wanted to vary up a website. There's no way Clear Channel will let us do it. I mm-hmm. said we do it on hideoutheretics.net. The, the chat room, the hideout scat room. Mm-hmm. And remember my idea for a game show? No. Well, you don't remember this? Each of us takes a picture. Oh God. Of our movement. And we put it up on the website, and as a game, you have to correctly match who's whose. Mine's easy to uh, identify. See, I would think mine is too, just by the, you know the blood and the problems that I'm having right now. Yeah, yours would be a dead ringer. But you know, you don't think that would be fun for a little, uh, little fun for hideoutheretics.net? I don't want to get too graphic here, but don't. Hmm. <laughs> you hadn't even started, but I just figured. But uh, what kind of consistency? Do you All right, need? that's too much. Is it? Yeah, that is. Okay, that's a little too much. All right, then we won't go there. <laughs> but we all have camera phones and we all have phones. Uh huh. You don't oh, want to do no. that? We all have phones, but we all don't have movements because I do not think Tommy Bateman poops. Ugh. What? He's one person who's never talked about it. I've never heard him say, "Oh God, I gotta go and run to the bathroom." For some reason, I he's like a woman. I can't picture him going, pooing. And I was thinking about this this weekend. Why? I was sitting in my place saying, you know what? Tommy Bateman is one man I can't imagine pooping. I can see him. He's kind of like a girl. Mm-hmm. And if it did, it'd smell like soap. <laughs> Rabbit pellets. <laughs> I say he's like a bird and just all comes out at the same time. No, 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 no. Uh, come on, man. I hate you, Matt. <laughs> you you come back here and write in the book. You transcribe yourself. Jesus. Uh, without getting too graphic again. No. Uh-uh. Well, no, we already dumped. We already had to hit the button. So, no. We can't go to Jason. I'm sorry. Can't go to Jason. <laughs> oh, dumps back. Perfect. Now, what do you think of my idea? I like it. I had this idea like when we were in D.C. We could have done it then. I know, because we had control of RadioHideout.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a little 
we were able to do more satirical humor. Yeah. So I think that's what we do. Does everybody want to take photos? Do you want to take the next couple of weeks or the next week or Let so? Let me just to take a picture photo? of the screen. It's right, clo- it's pretty close to what I do. Right. <laughs> so dirty. <laughs> Brian Peppers in the morning. <laughs> so ugly. Peppers and Friends. Yeah, Peppers and Friends. That's, that's what they should call that. <laughs> peppers and Friends in the morning after. Ugh. It's intoxicating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely intoxicating. Just wait for the fun that we have planned, douchebag. Um. So anyway, I think that's something that we should uh, end up doing. Matt Albert hands me this story like somehow it's for real. What? He goes, "Hey, I got big breaking news on an on an athlete that's come out of the closet." Who? War emblem. Who? I guess it's one of the the horses that won. One of those races. What? They're saying he's a gay horse? Yes. And that they can't put him out to stud. It, this is I. This is probably straight from the onion. It, it came from a blog, so it has to be. Oh, from a blog. <laughs> has to be true. The race... Uh, the this year, War Emblem was shown 100 mares. He only coveted one. So? He got one? That makes him straight. <laughs> They're thinking about... Using a male teaser horse. No. They are having a male fluffer horse. And then, and then blindfolding a war emblem <laughs> and doing the old switcher. That's the biggest lie out there. This is not true. You it could happen. Fat bastard. It could happen. What's wrong with you? This is a funny idea, though. <laughs> I'm like, wow, who came out? <laughs> A-Rod finally admit. Bo Jackson. Allegedly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Bo's not gay. Bo knows dudes. Did you see this? Some people were walking to the park. <laughs> For several m- nights last month, a group of a group of thugs in black hooded sweatshirts pulled tight over their heads, wearing angry clown makeup, terrorized visitors. <laughs> the group cried, "Woo woo juggalo!" <laughs> Dumbasses. As they assaulted park visitors with a machete and fists. <laughs> They stole cell phones, cash, and wallets, and even threatened to cut the victims' heads off, according to court documents. I'm sure it's woo-woo, juggalo. Their whole little battle cry. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> prosecutors say the suspects claim to be juggalos, a subculture that is developed among a fan base of rap metal, the rap metal group, the Insane Clown Posse. They're not metal. I don't know. They, they tend to put them in the rock area, too. Just because they're white guys doing rap. Mm-hmm. The violence was gratuitous. The victims had already given up their stuff and were assaulted anyway. <laughs> Do we have any Juggalo music? Any, any ICP back there? Probably all the ways. The only one that we could play. Um. Yeah, but do you like that? Woot woot Juggalos. <laughs> and they they get the money off of them. They beat them up anyway. Yeah. Bunch of degenerates. According to the statement on the website, whatisajuggalo.com, the subculture <laughs> preaches racial tolerance and a belief in religion. So these guys are just like the... Um, yeah, they're the extremists. Right. <laughs> they're the ones reading too far into the Juggalo Quran. Mm-hmm. 
It is an odd little culture that I've going there. If you ever go to like one of the gathering of the juggalos or anything like that. Yeah, juggalos and juggalettes are known to dress in black and wear black and white clown face paint. Yeah, if you go there, these people are just extremely uh, passionate for everything ICP. Or psychopathic records altogether. Isn't Twisted in town? Uh, are they right now? I, I know they were supposed to be here sometime. So anyway, I thought that would be kind of fun. Oh, here's another thing, too, really quickly before we get out of here. What's that? FCC is going to be cracking down on sports. What do you mean? I guess they're no longer going to call it news, a news show. And um, So if like someone yells a swear word out in the crowd, yeah. it'll be fined hard. Yeah. Wow, they're going to ruin everything. Now sports are going to be on a delay. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll hear, like, they'll have the mics underneath the uh, the rims, mm-hmm. and you'll hear a guy, if he misses a basket, you'll hear the occasional S-bomb or something drop. Mm-hmm. But it's live. It's What are we doing in our society? Where we can't handle, you know, like someone out in a crowd or someone on the field after being crushed by a linebacker, throw out a swear word. Right. It's not like it, people are out there, you know, just saying, just trying to uh, throw it down your throat. Where are the interns? I got this whole collection of paper here. Why haven't they picked it up yet? He's um, trying to attempt to learn how to podcast. Well, it's a very slow and very, very painful process. Who, Napier? Yes. Tell him to stick to what he's good at, picking up the trash in my booth. <laughs> Work gossip can be good, Dubs. They say it actually builds camaraderie. Except for the one person who's getting gossiped on. Yeah, who's getting run down. Well, they say that could even be positive, too. Or if that person hears some of the gossip, it'll motivate them to not be a slacker. No, they'll just get more and more down in the dumps. hate this place. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. We're now at a record two minutes, and my trash hasn't been... Chunks, you got to come get it, dude. You can't sit here. My booth needs your help. All right, Dubs. Is that it for tonight? I think so. I'm really looking forward to our new thing that we were talking about with Peppers. Mm-hmm. Peppers and Friends. <laughs> I don't know why that didn't just become a whole Photoshop thing. It should. We'll put the uh, the dogs on it. Yeah. Get that one out there. Wake up with the Monsters of the Morning, Shannonburg Middays. Best of the Phillips file this afternoon. Hideout will be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good and God bless King Dude. Question everything and stay classy. Well, out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Rate me once, shame on you. Rate me twice, shame on me. Beat it. Beat it. Beat it. What a bunch of bull. Shame on you. Shut up! Shut up, you wee, you fatty! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You're a whore.
Mr. Bitcoin Boy here. Five thousand. I'm a transaxle. I'm a transaxle. I'm a transaxle. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on the floor. Step on the floor. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I five thousand.